0: can you be quiet please thank you
1: welcome to pirate radio live there's local politics bud i
2: want to shake his hand i want to shake his hand i want to shake his hand was that supposed to be funny
3: get these clowns out of here why would they do that you have any freaking game dude it's cocky bunch man
1: now live from the pirate radio studios in the heart of the pirate nation here is your host Clip Brock.
4: Welcome into to Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday, a gray Tuesday here in Eastern North Carolina. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250-930, also online. PR927 PR927 FM.com. Those are the letters and numbers. And we are on Facebook Live and YouTube where you can watch the show and be a part of the program with your questions, comments on this Tuesday. Talking a lot of pirate football, getting you ready for East Carolina and BYU. We'll hear comments from both head coaches today, Mike Houston and Kalani Sataki of BYU as he uh, gave his thoughts on his struggling team. They've lost three in a row but also uh, trying to bounce back against this East Carolina football team that has won two in a row heading uh, out west to Provo. We'll also uh, get you ready for a little bit of hoops inside Minji's Coliseum on Wednesday night. Minji's Madness, 7 o'clock. It's a free event. And uh, Justin Baer from ECU Marketing will join us to tell us about that and more at 4 o'clock. Mike Mullis will be here in the 4 o'clock hour. My Commander's knocking off his Packers on Sunday. Can't wait to talk about that and his hatred for Aaron Rodgers. We'll do that in the four o'clock hour. Talk some world series as well. And a little fall ball. We had Cliff Goblin on yesterday. Great interview with coach Goblin. If you missed it, you can check it out. Uh, download it to uh, podcast form or on Facebook, YouTube. It's all, it's all there for you. Uh, but how about some baseball this weekend? They're playing 14 innings, East Carolina versus Virginia on Saturday. That is free entry. Concessions will be open. And you can watch a little fall ball. And then next weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's the Purple Gold World Series. So we'll mix in a little basketball, football, and baseball talk today. Bryce Williams joins us in the 5 o'clock hour. He was fired up after a pirate beatdown over UCF uh, the other night. So uh, we will talk to Bryce. In fact, that was the first win over UCF since Bryce Williams was a pirate in 2015. Ellerby, is that correct? That sounds about right, Clip Brock. I think that is correct. Hello, Jonathan. How I are you? believe
5: they had like a, a vicious winning streak against East Carolina. So, uh, man, I, I've talked to a lot of people and uh, everybody had so much fun on Saturday in D- Doughty Ficklin Stadium. Just what a fun game to watch. Uh, obviously, just a fun team to beat in uh, UCF, who's uh, been a recent thorn in the side and a, a team that's uh, made some national noise in college football recently so uh it it was a good win back-to-back home wins that's got uh, pirate nation vibing pretty good and uh, ready to rock and roll on friday night in provo
4: yeah no doubt uh protect your home field and and get that place going and now one home game remaining for east carolina they'll take on the houston cougars i think uh we'll have a little um, ticketing news and uh, maybe some cool stuff for uh justin bear to talk about a deal coming up when he joins us at 4 o'clock when it comes to ECU and Houston football, but now back-to-back road games on the way for the Pirates, and man, I had this one circled back in August as potentially East Carolina's toughest game of the season, and uh, it looked like I would be correct for the first two weeks of the season where BYU hammers South Florida and then takes down Baylor, who was uh, number nine in the country at the time. Well, since then, BYU... And they play a tough schedule, but they're coming off losses now three in a row to Notre Dame, Arkansas, and then uh, an absolute beatdown uh, by the hands of Liberty last Saturday. So this is a, a struggling BYU team, an ECU team trending up. And uh, you hope those trends continue on Friday night.
5: Yeah, and their head coach uh, making some moves that he's going to be calling the defense. So uh, he's not removing anybody from his staff, but uh, certainly some changes. And uh, they they have a loyal, large fan base at BYU. And uh, the, the, I'm sure they're penciling in this East Carolina game as, as a key game for them to get bowl eligible uh, back at home. So uh, certainly going to be a, a fun Friday night, 8 o'clock kickoff. Here Eastern on ESPN, two, So uh, look forward to it. the games. Uh, I, I went, you know, Troy and I went to the game out there with uh, Blake Kemp. And uh, it, w- it was a back and forth, pretty, pretty good, thrilling game. Uh, it's a fun place, fun atmosphere. Looks like uh, from my, hearing your conversation with Brian Bailey, the temperature is going to be a little different, though. So a, a cool evening in Provo, Utah. But uh, definitely looking forward to seeing. If the same team that played in Dowdy-Ficklin can uh, have a repeat performance on the road this Friday night,
4: well, the Florida boys couldn't handle the cool air Saturday night, which was not cold at all, but it certainly looked like an issue for uh, for UCF players. Can East Carolina uh, handle the uh, the cool temps out west uh, on the mountain, the altitude? As uh, it will be in the 30s, it looks like. And, yeah, uh, I mean, during and, the game.
5: and and you know, time zone change. Uh, Long flight, so uh, certainly, you know, certain some travel adversity and weather. But uh, hey, look, that's why it's college football. And the same thing with BYU. I mean, they they got to put their big boy pants on as well. They, they're getting ready to roll up into the Big Twelve. So uh, you mentioned their schedule of tough games, but uh, certainly uh, not going to get any easier for them when they when they finally back in a conference and uh, playing in the Big Twelve next year.
4: Four and four Cougars. They uh, they don't want to go into the final game of the regular season trying to get win number six and. That could be the case because they've got East. If they lose to East Carolina, they're at Boise State next week. That one doesn't look too appealing. Then they got Utah Tech, who we learned a little bit about yesterday because I didn't know anything about Utah Tech. And uh, they end the season with Stanford. So let's say you lose to East Carolina, you lose to Boise State, you beat Utah Tech, you go into that Stanford game at 5 and 6. So uh, they're trying to kind of figure out where they can win some games. And like you said, LRB, they've got uh, they got to have this one highlighted as one of their six, potentially.
5: Yeah, and I think you can say the same thing for East Carolina.
4: I mean, how awesome would it be to go
5: ahead and get bowl eligible on Friday night and then uh, take that confidence into a bye week and then uh, two conference. You know, you got the uh, road game at Cincinnati and then uh, home game against Houston and then uh, Temple again. So uh, sir, the Pirates don't want to be playing Temple. For win number six either they don't want to hit a three-game slot here so uh certainly uh east carolina has a lot to play for as uh go ahead and knock out that bowl eligibility for themselves this uh, friday night
4: we'll hear uh from the head coaches today kalani sataki and uh and more mike houston audio as well and maybe if we have time uh, malik fleming interview from yesterday and uh stay tuned to pirate radio on facebook uh, Twitter, Instagram, and of course YouTube, where you can see the full interviews. But today will be Coordinator Day instead of the typical Wednesday due to the game being pushed up a day. So we'll have Donnie Kirkpatrick and Blake Harrell video for you later this uh, this evening, and we'll have the audio for you coming up on a uh, Wednesday show. Got a um, unique guest on Wednesday show uh, Lrb and I just I, I saw this for the first time on uh, yesterday during Pirate Radio Live. I was scrolling through Twitter and saw uh, this uh, gentleman named Ben Chase, and he is trying to attend 70 football games uh, this season to be at the games. 70 football games in 70 days? Uh, you could you could make him a jingle. I could. Um, he will be seeing the Pirates in person coming up on Friday night. So this week he's uh, he's gone to 34 of his 70 scheduled games. So he's going to hit 35, 36, 37 this weekend. Thursday, he'll be in Pullman for Utah, Washington State. He'll be in Provo Friday for East Carolina and BYU. And then Saturday, a Pac-12 matchup, USC versus Arizona. And I was like, okay, it's the first time I've heard of uh, this guy and what he's doing and reached out to him. And we're going to talk to him uh, coming up Wednesday on the show. Why is he doing this? Who's funding this? um where's he based out of where are you from why what who what when and uh we'll ask what he knows about east carolina and uh talk about the stadiums he's his favorite stadiums uh, talk college football with ben chase who was on the chase for 70 live games this year do you know what his first game was I don't know uh, so, what is his first game. What's going to be his last
5: game? I mean, this, there's, there's a lot of good, interesting topics. All the questions you just asked there, but uh,
4: yeah, it, did it look like he was hitting more West Coast games, or? Well, he's hmm. already been to like Florida. It looks like oh, okay. he's just kind of like making a circle around the United States. So, uh, what's the
5: picture he has up on his uh, header there? Where is that? What stadium is that? Is that that would be
4: Washington State. Oh, okay. That's where he's headed next. So I got you. Uh, but it looks like he is a Florida grad and uh also attended george washington uh law school so i don't, sounds like a unique guy so we'll uh we'll find out wow. more about him is he in an rv is he what what's is he is he driving like a, in a van and no
5: one's with him i mean who's with him? the you go on all this by yourself lot lot of great questions on wednesday
4: afternoon so many questions to ask who's his favorite fan base who's his least favorite least the, favorite stadium favorite food favorite tailgate so far how how long have you stood in line at the
5: concession stand
4: and i'll see if i can get him to uh greenville next year for a game how about this see if you can get him to call into the fifth quarter
2: (laughs) on friday night (laughs) on
4: friday night not a bad idea how about that if he can find a line because man uh fifth quarter has been bumping this year and that means that uh people are uh upbeat excited or devastated about pirate football but more so people care again And that is a great thing. We have had lines logged and loaded pretty much throughout every show this season. And we've had people complaining. I've been trying to call for two hours, can't get in. And and that's how it goes. you got four lines when they fill up. Uh, One drops. You got to get in quick because Shirley's getting the phone right after that. Absolutely. But uh, with YouTube
5: and Facebook now, uh, people are able to drop their comments in there. So uh, just you guys are doing a fantastic job through eight games. Hard to believe eight games. Hard to believe just a second ago you said – you know, we only have one more home game, but uh, and, and I think a lot of people have been asking me. You know, attendance wasn't exactly sold out at that Ficklin the, the last couple of weekends, but it was games five and six, which is typically the last two games of the season uh, in a normal year, and uh, the attendance tends to drop a little bit. But uh, it, it's been an energetic crowd the last couple of weeks, and uh, they saw they've saw two heck of a ball games uh, in the stadium if they were around for it.
4: Always cool to see Dion Johnson's name in the Facebook live feed, the former Pirate yeah. uh, return man receiver. And it just reminds me, Ellerby, that one streak continues that we're trying to see finally end, and that's no punt return for a touchdown for East Carolina since the mid-2000s. Igo's got the exact number. It might be 04, 05, but it was Travis Williams who had the last one. And hard to believe, uh, especially with Dwayne Harris and what he was able to do, returning punts and was so electric but have not had a touchdown since uh since then so maybe we need Dion johnson to come talk to the team and tell them how to get a punt return for a touchdown man he was a special <laughs> player he was
5: one of the funnest players to uh ever put on the purple and gold uh, certainly have a lot of fun memories of, of him playing football
4: uh Ellerby we asked this yesterday if you were going around the world uh going you could go to Like 70 games a year. What sport would you pick? College football seems to be the number one. Would that be your number one?
5: College football, if I could could combine it with baseball, like during like September and October, do a combo of going to So you're going to
4: playoff games?
5: Well, going to like some Major League Baseball cities and then doing outskirts and hitting— So I'd already looked next year into uh, when the Pirates play in Ann Arbor— and the Detroit Tigers are out of town that weekend of, of Labor Day weekend. I was going to try to do a little combo and uh, check out Detroit Tiger baseball just because I would be proximity. But uh, if I had to pick and choose, yeah, I guess I would probably go. You know, I mean, you know, nothing's better than day baseball. So Correct. So, but uh, I, I think I, I, there's a lot of good college. And I've seen a ton of great college football stadiums over the course of the, the last 20, 25 years. But uh, some college football stadiums would be good. And the one thing I would like to do, because uh, I usually end up going where it's East Carolina football, but it is fun at times. I went to it like at the Alabama-Tennessee game a few years ago, and uh, it is fun to go to a game where you have no rooting interest and you're just there to soak in the atmosphere and uh, just kind of enjoy what's going on. And it was the night they debuted their uh, red lights. They were one of the first mm-hmm. people to, to do the lights. Uh, two also got hurt that night, but uh, they, I think they obviously beat Tennessee because they just lost to them for the first time in 15 years.
4: I went to a—I uh, think one of the only games I've been to with no rooting interest was a state—Florida State Thursday night game with my state buddy. And uh, it had a blast. And it is kind of a very stress-free feeling, just kind of chilling, seeing what happens, hearing the band play the tomahawk chop a million times. Uh, it was a pretty cool yeah, experience. Yeah, I mean,
5: because at, at any point, if you want to get up and go get some more concessions or go to the bathroom— it, I mean, you kind of check out, I mean, if, if it's the balls on like the 40 yard line, you just get up and go, you know, you don't, you're not like there hanging on every play and uh, you, you're, you're happy go lucky pretty much the whole time.
4: Yeah. And uh, David Thompson is all David Thompson's at like every state sporting event. I think I always see pictures of him and the game I was at, sure enough, he's like walking up the, uh, the stairs, just stay. I think there's like eight of them, eight David Thompson's out there. You, you think There's,
5: they have like doubles and triples? So. <laughs> they just multiply.
4: Tommy them. Burleson, like all those. It'd be uh, hard
5: to duplicate Tommy Burleson. <laughs> <laughs> David Thompson, more of a. How, I mean, David Thompson's probably like 5'10, six foot. I mean, you can find a lot of 5'10. No he's way taller than Is that. Is he way taller than that? Yeah, David Thompson, sure. I know. I mean, Tommy Burleson's like 7'4 or something. It's hard to find a. David plus. Thompson's 6'4. I mean, he's a tall oh, guy. 6'4. Okay. Yeah. Maybe he just seems shorter when I was on TV.
4: Maybe you're tall i'm not tall <laughs> I, I am i am six foot so that's all right impressive then um, six four harder to find i do have uh an update on a story uh did you see the story about mike evans uh getting giving an autograph to a referee yes and i did want to do a willie smith's not here today
5: he'll be here on wednesday but we had another conversation we had last week we were going to try to do a follow-up too but go ahead and i'll okay. try to
4: think of that all right um the post game interaction between two game officials and Mike Evans did not involve a request from an autograph, the NFL said in a statement. So glad the NFL is uh, reviewing this. Uh, but they said that there was not an autograph. I don't think they they said what the chat or what he, exactly he was writing. Now, Mike Forio, I guess, had posted something about. <laughs> Right, let me find Mike Florio's thing it something had to do with like golf tips or something it's, this thing is ridiculous that, but what that the referee was all for asking for <laughs> golf tips from Mike Evans no <laughs> no let me find it um but bottom line is they say that uh, there was no autograph deal going on here so when Mike Evans put a pen on a piece of paper he did not sign the words Mike or Evans on it. all right so here's pro football talk Mike Florio. So the NFL won't say what it is. NFL media now reports that Mike Evans was giving the officials his phone number because one of them knows a golf pro from whom Evans plans to get lessons from. And he says, watch the video and ask yourself whether Evans wrote down a 10-digit phone number. (laughs) So there you go. So that was important in the tunnel right after a
5: football game. (laughs) I guess. Like at what point were they like, was it during an NFL timeout being like, hey, Mike, I'll see you after the game to get you Bob's number.
4: Yeah, yeah. Bob hey Bob says he's interested. I'll talk to you in the second quarter. Yeah. Yeah, so Bob says he's interested. Um he says your backswing, you're you got a hitch. Yeah. And well, I'll talk to you after this play.
5: Well, cuz you're dropping a lot of good footballs out here, you need to work on golf. <laughs> <laughs> Have you thought about yeah, changing sports? You know, so. uh you know there, there's some guys in Greenville that had you guys in a survivor pool today. My god. And uh but I'll get you, I'll talk to you afterwards. I may give you their numbers too so you can apologize to them.
4: Uh, we are out of the Survivor Pool as uh We would have
5: been out either way though. At because this point. we would
4: have had the Patriots last night. The third team both you and I included on our list, they were my third. I think you're second. Yeah, the Ravens be, was Baltimore who did win on Sunday. If we'd have taken the Ravens, we would have, I think, seven people left in the pool. Wow. Yeah.
5: Coulda, shoulda. One less Man. thing
4: we gotta worry about this week. Yep,
5: I reckon so. And, you know, honestly, we, we probably should have been zapped at, on week one. I know. When we got tied. So, yeah. I mean, we kind of got a free mulligan there. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, the problem was we used easy logic into thinking that the Bucks' backs were against the law. They had to win. They were
4: 13-and-a-half-point the, favorites. We did nothing wrong
5: here. Right. The, the Bucks did something wrong, not us. The Panthers traded their best running back. They They... Fired their coach. They, I mean, it's like... And then they just get buried in Charlotte on Sunday for no... Pa- I mean, the good news is it wasn't ever even close. <laughs> no.
4: I, I mean, mean, it was just no like... You just
5: knew it was just... You know, it was like...
4: Really, when Evans dropped that pass early in the game, it was like, well, not our day. Yeah. Over. I mean, all it, all it did was... I mean, it didn't keep you up on a Monday night having to watch the Bears and Patriots. Yeah. Pulling for would, Bailey Zappi.
5: Yeah. That was my nervous factor with the Patriots, that their quarterback situation was was a little little uneasy. that's why i like i felt strongly that if we were picking between the two that we we needed to go with the panthers
4: well you need to retrain your mind about who's a good quarterback these days because uh bailey zappy's just as good as tom brady taylor heineke's just as good as aaron Rodgers. <laughs> i mean it, it, the world's upside down it really in the it, NFL. it really i mean like daniel jones he stinks he still stinks. His team's winning. His team? Yeah. Does that matter? I mean, that's got to count for something. Yeah. I, it's it's nuts, man. I, I mean, outside of Mahomes and Allen, you just – I don't know. Do you know what you're going to get from any of these quarterbacks week to week? So is it like uh, Buffalo and Philadelphia and the Super Bowl are bust at this point? I don't think the Eagles are or bust. because And not, they're really good. They're good, but – the, I, I still like the niners and i know that's crazy to say after they got waxed by the chiefs but for the nfc purposes i still like san francisco because uh any week they can uh they're going to get some good performances now the chiefs just just rolled them but they're not going to play teams like that every week in the nfc so i think the niners have a shot i don't love the rams i think the cowboys or giants like i, I could see the eagles losing a game in the playoffs it's kind of philadelphia's year
5: phillies in the world series yeah eagles undefeated yeah i mean it's a good time to be in philadelphia i guess
4: they're making a new creed movie are they really <laughs> i think i saw a promo <laughs> for that so i, I have not watched any of the creed films i have not either i've seen the rockies have not seen the creeds peter foot you seen creed give us your uh, movie review on creed real quick intern peter is here and he's going to give us a quick review what do you got uh charlie turn the mic on
5: yeah technical difficulties and now intern peter
6: they're
7: pretty solid uh (laughs) they're good movies uh the second one he uh he fights
2: drago from rocky four's son
4: ah i like that yeah so the guy that killed his dad yep the guy's son that killed his yeah
5: yep do you you think in this new one he'll maybe fight mr t or hulk hogan's (laughs) son (laughs) Now wouldn't that be interesting?
4: <laughs> Thunderlips. Yeah, was that, was that the Hulk, name?
5: That was Hulk Hogan. What was uh, what was Mr. T's name in the Rocky movie?
4: Honestly, Ellerby, I I could only tell you about Rocky Four. That was my favorite. Really? You and never watched three? Three was with Mr. T, wasn't it? I was I was too young at the time. I've never gone back and watched them. Really, Google but, uh, Mr. T's name in uh, Rocky. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Uh, let's see, Rocky Three. He had a Clubber cool. Lang. Clubber ah, Lang. Yeah, should have known yeah, that. Did you know that off the top of your head? No, I looked uh, it up. Uh, okay. He's fast. So, uh, yeah, he could fight a Lang kid or perhaps uh, Lips kid.
5: I'm feeling you could do a whole sports trivia bit at AJ's with uh, just Rocky questions. Yeah. You think your crew out there would have known Clubber Lang?
4: Uh, well, two of the teams, maybe. Uh, we've got a pretty big age gap. We got guys my age, and then we got guys Peter's age. And that's a generation. That's a right. twenty-year difference. So I don't know. Uh, we will be there Wednesday night after Minji's Madness. We're going to uh, start trivia around eight thirty ish after Minji's Madness. So looking forward to uh, getting out to Minji's on Wednesday, Ellery.
5: Yeah. How about Pirate Basketball? It gets underway in a couple of
4: weeks. That first, it does first game
5: against Mercer. Mike Schwartz, Pirate Basketball. What do you think? You're you're uh, are you excited for are you gonna make the return to section what are you in? Two 20... oh two thirteen. Two thirteen thinking
4: about getting neck tattoos, all of us, right here. Two one three. Mm. What do you think, Ellery? Would, would you prefer we print you some shirts instead?
2: <laughs> yeah. That, that,
4: <laughs> how about we start there? And that could be the gateway drug into getting neck tattoos. How about final four you get the neck tattoos? <laughs> <laughs> all right, you're it yeah. Sounds good. Uh Is that, I am that a commitment? If the pirates make the final four, will I get a two one three neck tattoo? Yes, that's the l- very least I will do. Like right here, wherever. The- I mean, put it on my face. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, if that happens, the world's ending anyway. Who cares if you got some ink on your face, Peter?
5: Uh, see what area code is two one three, just so in case people, in case Clip goes out of town and they say, "Are you where are you from?" X. Now
4: in eight mile, I think Eminem's saying three one three two one three
2: or uh, two one three is central los angeles oh god oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're straight
4: gangster uh, yeah maybe i shouldn't do that then i don't want to uh you don't want to be from la i don't want to i don't want to fake uh my la allegiance although it could be for my man caleb lecount who is from the two that ones. area so I could say it's in honor of him. So Maybe if he
5: if he gets us to the final four, <laughs> as a part. It, it, yeah. It's all starting to come together. Yeah, y'all are the two one three connection.
4: I am excited. I'm also I have zero expectations. I mean, I, can they win double digit games this year? Maybe I hope so, but I don't know. I don't know any of the players. Just like nobody else out there does. Mm-mm. We'll find out. Uh, yeah, I I don't have much expectations other than to go to Minji's and see what they can
5: do. And be hopefully pleasantly surprised.
4: I know that I will be rooting them on and uh, talking about them here quite a bit on Pirate Radio. Looking forward to our weekly chats with Sy uh, Seymour getting back underway soon. Sure,
5: and of course, Schwartz a big defensive guy, so I'll be interested if he can implement some of his uh, coaching strategies that have made him successful at Tennessee and his other stops into uh, making this a tough defensive team for
4: the Pirates. Yeah, uh, hopefully they can play defense because uh, I did. I got a report at the Pirate Radio football kickoff party, LRB, from a gentleman uh, months ago. Mm-hmm. And he said uh, he's got a big New York accent. And he said, yeah, the, the little guy, uh, LeCount, he gets in there, he kicks it out, and then it's just brick after brick after brick. <laughs> <laughs> so, maybe they've improved their shooting since then.
5: That's been like two months ago. You so think
4: maybe they'll be a little better now. May, we have a whole indoor practice facility clip uh
5: don't you think they've they've practiced they're shooting yeah turn turning the bricks do you think
4: hopefully the bricks hadn't turned into air balls they're shooting their tails off In there. yeah uh let's see josh says ted from mark the mark Wahlberg teddy bear movies picked the last name Clover lang because of rocky three all right little movie trivia for you say that again i don't know ted from the mark Wahlberg teddy bear movies picked the last name Clover lang because of Rocky 3. I've never seen Ted. I haven't either. Yeah. I, I know of the film. Never seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh let's see. What else, Seller B?
5: What do you got? I was trying to think what we were talking about with Willie Smith. We were going to do a follow-up story on. Do you do you, do you recall? Mm-hmm. It was it was a story about Need to go back. Was it Devontae Adams
4: pushing the
5: guy? Yes. Was it about? I think it was like yeah, it was about Devontae Adams. Did the charge? What kind of charges ever got brought?
4: Uh, did you or... see uh, Devon, uh Adams before he left the uh, the stadium this Sunday? No. He stopped before the tunnel and like looked both ways and and made sure the lane was clear and then walked through. <laughs> so uh, he is not going to let that happen again. Um, That's exactly
5: what we were. We were because the guy had filed criminal charges or a civil lawsuit against Devontae Adams. And uh, we were talking about how stuff like that gets squashed. But
4: uh, yeah, I don't. I haven't heard any updates. You think maybe it just went away? It, it probably will after he ponies up some money. Does Devontae Adams have a Taco Bell in his house, or is that a conspiracy theory? all right cj heard is true so we're gonna say it's true he
5: has a taco bell in his house
4: uh that is the the word on the streets in the 213 LRB that i hear i hear a lot of things in the 213 yes uh, Devontae adams went to school at fresno so close those by. are
5: your people <laughs> that's he's my guy I mean, yeah. I feel like we need to get some California music going for
4: you. Um, man, I w- let's do a skit where I'm Devontae Adams and I'll push the photographer who is mm. CJ or Chandler. Yeah. So our photographer around here is Jenny,
5: and I don't want to have you push any women. So let's, uh, maybe intern Peter needs to be pushed around a little bit.
4: We We're- have yet to bully Peter, really. He's yes, too nice. Have. Oh, we have?
2: What yeah. happened? We filmed that uh, video, and I messed it up the first time
4: what did i curse at you
7: yes
8: <laughs>
4: <laughs> that, that might have happened wow um in a friendly manner you roast the ones you love
5: was it friendly peter
4: <laughs> oh wow <laughs>
7: wow
5: <laughs> is your attorney coming down here <laughs> <this afternoon?
2: laughs>
4: a good thing we don't have hr here at pirate radio <laughs> what if we did like no work would ever get done. We'd just be having nonstop meetings all day.
5: Oh, yeah. it would be it would be TPS reports, HR meetings. I mean, it would be you know, off character building conversations. Uh, what they, what do you call the uh, therapy you have to go to? Sensitivity training.
4: Yeah. I mean, mostly Troy, honestly. But and then he would just fire the HR guy, and then. We could get back to normal. Troy would be asking him a bunch of questions and the HR guy would quit. <laughs> that could happen as well. <laughs> so. All right. Uh Willie Smith, by the way, will join us coming up on Wednesday. Yes. To kick off the show. So uh we will talk to Willie, talk some pirate football with him. We got Bryce Williams later on in today's program, former pirate tight end. And uh LRB, we got PBR Tailgate Tuesday. Yes. And uh let's do that right now. Three one seven twelve fifty. Give us a call. You can win a 12 pack of PBR.
5: Get you ready for Friday night football. BYU. Plenty of time to get it ice cold by the weekend. You, if you're watching us, you do not get the uh, the yoga skeleton no, Halloween guy. We're
4: keeping that here in studio. Yeah,
5: that's kind of. Uh, is that your your keeps you at peace in here in the in the with the yoga?
4: Jenny wanted to put it in here, so to keep the peace, I just said okay huh? for so HR purposes. That's how it works. Yep. Yeah. 317 uh, 1250. We'll go caller four wins a 12 pack of PBR right now. And uh, like Ellerby said, to get you ready for a Friday. Love that. Get off work at 5, 6, whenever you get off. Listen to us on the Bud Light pregame tailgate and enjoy your Friday evening with some PBR and some pirate football as they take on BYU.
5: What are you looking forward to, games on Saturday? Since you have a Saturday off. Have you, have you looked at the, at the schedule? Have.
4: In fact, the uh, this Saturday kind of stinks. Next Saturday, though, which will also be off the entire weekend, which is awesome, you've got Georgia, Tennessee, Alabama at LSU, Wake Forest, NC State. It's a great day. This this Saturday, you got the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Georgia, Florida, 3.30, CPS. Blowout. Blowout.
5: The concept sounds
4: good. Though. So this Saturday we'll watch a few. Next Saturday, uh, awesome day, awesome slate of games. Anyway, all right, we'll take a break, come back, have our winner. More to go after this.
1: We're listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show.
7: Welcome back. Are you an outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Well, Copy Pro has been in eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year, and they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income do you have what it takes visit copypro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more and congratulations to jeff boyd of hookerton who picked up our pbr prize so he is our big winner for our tailgate tuesday
4: look for the qr code on the pbr display register for a chance to win a pbr cooler full of beer game day or any day all pirates prefer pbr Arr. welcome back to the show clip rock i'm going to introduce intern peter second because uh he's bringing a little light to the show chandler and shirley are y'all okay y'all seem a little down i'm fine you're good yeah chandler are you doing all right yeah i'm doing good. I'm ah, good ah that didn't sound that's like yeah i'm doing good i'm doing all right yeah all right i knew I'm you doing... were doing good. I'm doing okay. Can we uh, do anything to lift your spirits? I'm doing bad. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on, buddy?
6: Not too much, man. It's just uh, a—it's a weird week. But the game being on Friday, but that's not the case. I
4: don't know. Um, Just having some car issues. Oh man, I trust me, man. I know how that can affect you. Look, financially, mentally, financially, physically, because you have to walk to
6: work. Financially, mentally. But also emotionally. Emotionally. Because I have a Jeep, for those that don't know. A yellow 2002 Jeep Wrangler. It has been in my life for eight years. Mm. Since 2014. When I was a junior in high school, it was my first official car. My first car when I got my license. So eight years. It's been a great eight years. But now it's starting to set in on my mind that maybe it's just time for it to go yeah it's getting to those you know it's getting to those years where like maybe i'll have it for another year or two or maybe less than that but you know the time's coming soon you know i remember my family had a dog and i remember the dog being just looking at it one day and i was like man this dog's old this is all i've known as for a dog in the family and Looking at the dog that one day, I remember thinking, this dog's not going to be here much longer. Huh. It's been in my life for the for my whole... It's been yeah, it's a been. part of my family for all of my life. She was 16 when she passed away. And I'm looking at that Jeep of mine the same right now. Like, it's been good to me. It's been. It's, it brings back a lot of memories. But I know the time when i don't have that jeep anymore is coming soon so it's got me down
4: well i appreciate you opening up uh about all that because i think that talking about it accepting it probably is going to help in the long run mm-hmm. it's gonna hurt but time heals all wounds and you'll find a new jeep that you love and it won't be your your bright yellow jeep out there it won't be the same but it'll get you where you need to be and you'll love it, and it'll love you back. Thank you, Clip.
6: Once again, and this happened on Friday, and it's happened again today. You've helped me talk
4: through stuff. I haven't done anything. I have given you the form. No, yes, you have. You exactly. Go ahead and say what you just said. I've given you the opportunity to speak, where and and you yourself have helped yourself. Well, I appreciate you giving me the form. Yeah.
6: And listening i don't know if you're listening but to listen to my venting i'm to listen listening to my problems i'm listening i care and give feedback you gave feedback to me on friday you went through some of your struggles mm-hmm. you just gave me feedback again today so i appreciate that and th- talking about it is is a good thing yep but when you get feedback and when people actually respond to you like you have done on friday and today mm-hmm. it means a lot
4: it means a lot brother <laughs> oh, i want to shake your hand i want to shake your hand
2: i want to shake his hand there
4: you go uh folks uh out there if you have something on your mind please uh let us know or you could do an unspoken prayer request and talk about it talk about it uh i see i could tell something was wrong and there it was we got it out there peter everything good in your life bro everything's great <laughs> <laughs> i mean he's a hornets fan and a Panthers fan. Sci- all things uh pointing up which reminds me uh Shirley, i'm about to slide into your dms whoa by the way sexy dress i saw you're wearing earlier today
7: <laughs> <laughs> thanks to your photoshop i, I retweeted it and I put what in the friday night hell is this
4: <laughs> little uh photoshop of friday night lights I as we will be here i don't remember on the girls being that showy <laughs> they're out there for the world to see um boy miss taylor all right um I'm a, jbl uh yes yeah. Spe- no. speaking of charlotte uh there's a, a jbl cut from wrestling last night wwe was in charlotte and uh i want you to hear his comment because at least part of it we can use uh here on pirate radio live throughout the uh every every season on our show in fact so surely uh pull that up when you get a chance um we will hear in just a moment from the uh, head coaches involved in this game Friday night but i want okay, to Okay uh,
7: so it's just that 17 second clip right there
4: uh from yep from the wrestler guy Okay all right I got it all right here we go
1: You even took the
3: goat of all goats Michael Jordan and turned him into a loser You see, Charlotte, North Carolina is like
1: so much of the rest of the world. It is where dreams come to die.
4: Can't wait to use that last line. After every Panthers loss, after the Hornets are mathematically eliminated, Charlotte, North Carolina, where dreams go to die.
7: I don't need that to happen because I'm going to Charlotte this
4: weekend. And hopefully your dreams come true, Shirley, but... They will die. They will die. What are you doing? Shirley, you, you you didn't schedule this properly. Yeah, I know you're not in charge of scheduling.
7: No, actually what what had happened was um I did not know I had committed to this tournament six months ago.
4: All right, so softball tournament was, going yeah, on this weekend.
7: In Charlotte.
4: We are off Saturday, mm-hmm. but we will be here Saturday morning. Let's say game ends eleven fifteen. I mean, we're gonna be here till one thirty two o'clock Saturday morning. Correct. So when does your softball tournament begin?
7: Uh, 9 a.m. Saturday morning.
4: (laughs) All right. So do you have a private jet we don't know about?
7: Negative, Ghost Rider.
4: Shirley, are you serious?
7: (laughs) I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. But, yes, I am serious. So as soon as I'm done with the show, I will be driving to Charlotte.
6: Oh, my God. God. And then you have to get up and play a
7: physical game of softball. Uh, well, see, here's these tournaments, these weekend tournaments, they start with pool play games. So we play, we're guaranteed two games in the morning. So we have back to back games, 9 and 10 a.m. Jeez. And then we have a break. And then basically what happens is all the teams that are in our division play two pool play games and then they seed the teams. Once the seeding is done, that determines what time we play Saturday afternoon. So we could play anywhere from two to four games Saturday afternoon before we're done for the day, and then we'll come back Sunday morning, and it's a double elimination tournament. So you will continue to play until either you win the championship or you lose two games.
4: So are you going to sleep, take a nap during the game, the ECU game?
7: Uh, Yes. I mean, I – It it is very likely I'm either going to um, sleep here or – Uh, go home and sleep. One of the two things is going to happen. At at some point during the game, I will be sleeping.
6: I don't mean to pull a Troy D and put everything on me, but I had a similar situation. My junior year of high school, my junior year of high school, we're playing in the second or third round at Pamlico. We went into a two-overtime game. We won the game. We won the game on the last play of the game in overtime. Write it! Write it! But we won that game, celebrated for like 30 minutes after the game. I had to be at a long snapping camp <laughs> the very next morning. <laughs> I swear, at like 8 in the morning at Huff High School. You know where that's at, Peter, Charlotte yeah. resident, Charlotte native. Huff High School, so a five-hour drive. You had to huff it all the way out I had there. to huff it all the way out there. And, Charlie, I feel for you. Because that's going to be tough.
7: I'm going to do one better. A couple I, of, a and I've few got years, one after God. that. Okay. No, I'll we think. don't. No, you
4: don't. No, you don't.
7: <laughs> a few years ago, we did a late-night football game. I don't exactly remember what game it was, but we finished probably around midnight, maybe 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. And I got in my car, and I drove all night to Birmingham, Alabama— to see the U.S. Women's National Team play yeah. at UAB's Legion Field, so um, I was there because I think the I think the game was like at one or two o'clock in the afternoon. Watched the game, turned around and drove back to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So y'all are crazy mm-hmm. people. Is I don't it? I don't do I don't really don't recommend it just simply because you know the lack of sleep, but. Uh, I had already committed to this uh tournament, and we're we're a team that uh, we don't have a lot of extra players. So if you commit, you're in, and uh, you play. You know, you have to play. So.
4: Redbeard says, uh, "Let me get this right. Chan Man misses Friday all the time, and he's giving advice to someone who never misses work." <laughs> well, Redbeard, I think you got the situation.
7: I do believe you have a point, Redbeard. Pretty in hand there. I win. <laughs>
6: But uh, so when you have a passion for something, <clears throat> like surely like soft, soccer, ball. softball, long snapping. Yes, you do whatever it takes. Correct. So by the way, uh Mike P on Facebook we're talking about the Jeep and uh showing my emotions about my eight-year-old Jeep. He says Jeep sounds Jeep sounds like it's been around a while. A real gritty,
4: hard news Jeep. It's a really good Jeep. It's Thank a really you, good Coach. gritty Jeep. Hard news <laughs> Josh says, when you get ready to sell the Jeep, let me know. Hey, Josh, do you have no shame? Can you let the guy grieve? Please. Before you're out. Hey, uh, my grandfather's sick. Oh, really? I can I have a, his? Can I know I have, a great casket guy. Can I have his gun? Yeah. I know, uh, boy, there's a great plot over here with a headstone that has his name on it. I mean, come on, Josh. Show a little decency. The man, you know, is, is in a tough spot right now. And you're trying to take it from him? While well, it's on its last legs. Mm, mm, mm. Shame, shame, shame. Mm. All right. Let's uh, take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up our number one. Here from Mike Houston, Kalani Sataki. We got Justin Baer from ECU Marketing coming up. Uh, there was just an announcement a moment ago about tickets for ECU Houston Senior Day. There's some specials. So we'll talk about that. And Minji's Madness with Justin Baer in hour number two of today's show. More to go. Pirate Radio Live back with you after this.
1: listening to hour one of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by university pc care your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs visit universitypccare.com to learn more today now back to the show
7: welcome back for the latest uh in interesting news and of course uh interesting stories breaking news and awesome contests that can make you a winner be sure to follow pirate radio on our social media you can follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at pr 927 fm you can join the over sixty thousand followers today now let's head back in to pr l <laughs> i almost said pr 927 which is correct you but almost took an l yeah i almost took an l Back to the show. Clip, take it away.
4: Thank you, Shirley Rhodes. Christian on YouTube says that long, late trip you made, Shirley, back in the day was worth it to see Hope Solo. Um, It was. I would just say don't see her too closely, or she might punch you in the face.
7: I saw Hope Solo, Heather O'Reilly. It was the year that uh, Abby retired. I actually went to New Orleans a couple of months later, to see abby's final game and uh as per tradition the national team has an open practice for fans so you can actually go to the superdome and watch them practice for free and i got to see abby score a goal on the hope solo so i was like i'm good
4: how about uh he's making me feel better club we're talking people through some problems today Uh huh. and chandler's got his uh issue with the jeep that he loves that he's loved his whole life uh michael winstead father of isaiah uh checking in on facebook he says chandler i see the vultures are picking at your bones while your jeep may just have a little cold just give it a little love it'll be around
6: man that makes me feel so much better and gives me a lot more hope man that's very that's
4: very nice thanks Michael. michael that's great man we're not putting your jeep on the dumpster juice list not just yet yet. not yet not just yet
7: we're not making we're not acting like this jeep has got one tire in the grave yeah you know what i'm saying no it's got
4: four on the road
7: it might be a little sick but you know there's antibiotics out there
6: it's at the doctor's office right now he's getting taken care of she well there you go she
4: jesse i'm sorry to assume gender of your jeep jesse See, that could go either way too yeah like jesse's girl although it was jesse a girl depends Je- on which show jesse has a friend <laughs> i mean in the song oh <laughs>
7: um
4: i'm assuming jesse's a guy but should i assume uncle jesse was would, a dude
7: I wish i had jesse's girl so it was a guy
4: who's a jesse girl there
6: was um, the old disney channel show
7: jesse from saved by the bell
6: Ah, Jesse
4: Spano. Yeah. Yeah.
7: That's why that was the first thing I thought of before Jesse's girl.
4: Did you name your Jeep after the show you were talking about a moment ago? No. I no. just thought Jesse the Jeep. Cuz like Bessie. Bessie the cow, Jesse the Jeep. Mhm. All right. Anyway, I had a
7: I had a white car I named Casper.
4: That's just racist, surely.
7: <laughs> because she was a ghost. Nobody knew where she was half the time. She? she was, was Cas- a
4: did casper have a gender in the uh cartoon
7: no well technically yes <laughs> these are things people care technically, about today right technically, i see this yes. talked about a lot if you so. watch the movie i'm trying casper to be, was a boy
4: i'm trying to be more topical we're going to talk about issues that people really are interested in
7: my uh, casper was a boy in the movie casper
4: remember the movie powder yes that was a weird movie huh it was remember very- the movie blubber <laughs> <laughs>
7: see my car's red and black now so she's a ladybug
4: was blubber robin williams oh well what am i thinking of with um, eddie murphy flubber yes <laughs> wait a minute we got flubber <laughs> and blubber was blubber a movie I don't,
6: <laughs> I don't think blubber was the movie i think it was flubber flubber was robin williams right no blubber is a movie oh okay okay so there, that's the one with robin williams yeah yeah okay okay so there's, so there's
7: blubber and then there's flubber flubber was with don Knotts, wasn't it
4: wait a minute wait a minute here it's, so it is flubber. <laughs> wait so but eddie murphy's not in this so what are we thinking of oh i don't know charlie murphy charlie murphy I, I don't know what i'm thinking of um but i will get to it justin you got anything no nah, he doesn't do, know thinking what I'm of doctor do little no don't make me call you something dr dumb Oh yeah. What? Dr. Doctor... you're a dumbass. <laughs> you're uh, a dumbass. That's mean, but I'll take it. I like it. A <laughs> right. dumbass. Hey Justin. Hey. You're early. Justin Bear. Come on in. Get on in on the nonsense. Happy- so,
8: like, I was sitting out there and I was like, oh, they're probably doing important things in there. I, <laughs> I was like, no, nope, nothing important going Very on. Very important. I uh, bl- I was thinking blubber's the one with the like the little green thing that like bounces around everywhere. Is that the movie we're thinking of?
6: That's the one I'm thinking of. I don't know. Where it literally, I... it gets loose and it just yeah bounces around yes. everywhere.
8: That's blubber, I'm pretty sure.
4: Yeah, I don't know what I'm thinking. I, I, maybe I have. I'm thinking of blubber, and for some reason I thought.
8: But now that you said flubber and Charlie Murphy, I feel like I wait.
4: There is no blubber. Flubber is the movie.
8: Okay, so we're kind of, we're all wrong.
4: Well, we're,
8: no, 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 no. was Eddie correct. Murphy
4: in this? There is no Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Murphy. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm thinking of about that, but there is a flubber. There is no blubber.
8: Okay, so <laughs> flubber is the movie that Chandler and I were thinking of with the little green thing that bounces. But hands.
4: was it weird, Chandler, that when we Googled blubber, it, it came up? Yeah, that is very strange. But it says flubber, so there is no blubber.
8: What's that that thing called where like you remember something and it's like not actually real?
4: um the mandela effect yeah Yeah. with like Bernstein bears or bernstein bears or whatever i'm having that right now yep that's very strange all right uh glad we got that settled uh at some point i promise we'll hear from mike houston and kalani sataki just not this hour because we're out of time uh oh there it is steve hill norbit Norbit I don't know that now that has nothing to do it doesn't even sound like Flubber or Blubber but that is what I was thinking of Norbit Norbit now what is Norbit because I don't Norbit
6: know. is where he plays the he plays the guy and the girl he plays Respucia. well there you go
4: that's where we were talking he about he plays Respucia. How do you remember all this? Because Norbit was a, uh, a Wasn't young... Wasn't you
8: Norbit like a terrible movie? I was yeah. nine
4: years old and I was loving that movie. Oh, awful. <laughs> Nor- awful. Nor- <laughs> Norbit. Really? You loved a uh, Rotten Tomatoes 9% movie? Oh, it was awful. What's that Eddie movie?
7: Murphy had three roles in this movie. Norbit, Resputia, <laughs> and Mr. Wong.
6: I'll show you how I bleak go down the slide. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you how uh, a bleep get out of sight.
4: Don't do that. Um, what's that movie with Kevin James, the Sean Payton movie? What was it? Oh, Home. Home, home Team. Home Team. Oh, best movie ever. Let me ever. see what that <laughs> has Rotten Tomatoes. So at least your tastes have gotten a little bit better throughout the years. With maturity, your your taste has gotten better. Chandler likes the worst. But that's cool, though. I think there's something cool about that, that these people are making these movies. That's so cool. Somebody
8: somebody has to watch these movies. And enjoy them. it's, It's Chandler.
4: And Chandler is the guy. You are that guy, pal. Trust me.
6: And and then, like, you're at a social setting, and people are like, hey, did you ever get to see that home team? And I'm like, oh, my God, dude, did you see it? It was awesome. And everybody's like, no, it was awful.
7: Okay, Chandler, what is your favorite movie that some people would consider to be, like, a terrible movie? Home team. (laughs)
4: Hook. Oh. Oh. Now, I've seen where people say that that's not a good movie. I, that was one of my favorites. Uh. Uh, I literally I was glued to
6: that movie. That's the only movie I ever watched as a young child. <laughs>
4: you were hooked on hook? I was hooked on hook. I love another that. Robin Williams movie. Looky looky, I got hooky. Rufio, one of my, uh, my heroes as a child. I wanted to be an orphan boy with a red stripe in my hair.
7: If you want to see a terrible movie but somehow wildly entertaining, it's an old eighties movie called Inner Space. You need to watch it. Enter. It's got yes, it's got Meg Ryan, Dennis Quaid, and Martin Short in it. Great that's cast. cast. It's a great cast. The plot line is horrible, but Martin Short is fantastic. Eighty two
4: percent Rotten Tomatoes.
7: I love. some people thought it was a just a terrible movie, but I loved it.
6: Hmm. What about Hook?
4: See, I don't even want to look it up because people are gonna trash it. But that is a great that's a great movie. Dustin Hoffman is uh Captain, Captain Hook. Hook. Twenty nine percent. Yep. Woo. See, that's an example because I love that movie. It's a it's a great movie, great movie. All right. Uh, Tinker Bell is uh, oh uh, Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Give me a break. Get out of here. All right. Let's take a break. we we'll, give me a break. We'll get out of here. Justin Bear joins us to talk Minji's Madness, and we have uh, some news on Senior Day football tickets. Yeah. Justin? Yeah, we do. All right. We'll uh, talk about that. It's Justin Bear Week. Happy Justin yeah. Bear Week yeah. on Pirate Yeah, to you celebrate. <laughs> What's that Bear doing? He's back. He's back. We'll take a timeout, come back. More to go after this.
1: listening to hour two of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by first bank together with our customers we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive visit the first bank location on arlington boulevard in greenville for all your personal and business banking needs now back to the show
7: Welcome back from sales to service. Greenville Auto World has all of your vehicle needs covered. You can shop all of their inventory now at If You're also looking for someone to service your vehicle. They have a full service, a repair facility, brakes, oil changes, tires, inspections, and they can repair any kind of vehicle. Greenville Auto World, across from Speedway at Bells Fork and online at AutoWorld.net. Thanks to Tim Sutton and Jim Rogers for their sponsorship of the program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff.
4: Chandler, uh my vehicle was making some uh very uncomfortable sounds when i would brake, and took it to greenville auto world and they got it all fixed up hopefully uh jesse will be feeling good soon
6: yes i had a radiator problem earlier this year with with old jesse and took it to greenville auto world and they got it all fixed up and ready to go all
4: right there you go justin bayer joining us here in the pirate radio studios hello, hello justin clip. hello clip how's your vehicle
8: uh my vehicle's running it's working. Uh had a little tire issue, but we're surviving.
4: All right, good to hear. Justin with ECU marketing and you have a lot to market at this moment, Justin, because we are at the uh crossover season is what we call it. We'll call it that. The Allen Iverson, the AI season. Yeah. Um football on the road Friday. Baseball, you can go out to Clark LeClair at noon on Saturday and see fourteen innings of East Carolina Virginia baseball concessions will be open for that, so uh, you can head out there. Wednesday night, Men's G's Madness, as the East Carolina basketball season gets underway two weeks from today, correct? Yep. Uh, but Wednesday night, a little taste, a little appetizer, and a whole lot of fun. It's a, a fun event where with the men's and women's basketball teams, and Uh, This is cool. I've seen a lot of people say, why haven't we done this in the past? Well, for those of you saying that, take advantage of while we're doing it. Yes. Instead of complaining about why we haven't done it, be out there Wednesday night. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun, right?
8: Yeah. The more people that come this year, the more reason we have to keep doing it.
4: Yeah. So tell us what's going to happen there.
8: Uh, So, yeah, we're going to – it's going to be a fun, interactive event. Um, We'll meet both teams, uh, both the men's and women's teams. Um, we're gonna have a contest. I haven't. I don't know what the name of it's gonna be, but basically you'll have a, a team of three. There'll be a men's player, women's player, and a um, fan. One will have to make a, a layup. One will have to make a free throw. One will have to make a three-point shot, and then they're gonna go all together and try to make a make a half-court shot. Um, That's cool. Yeah, and then we'll transition into a three-point contest, um, and then at the end of the night we'll do a, a dunk contest, and then the uh, the dance team will perform. Drumlines can perform. Uh, we have a contest in the night with the coaches involved. It's going to be fun, interactive. Um, should be less than an hour.
4: Now I don't know a lot of these players, but so I may be speaking out of turn here. But will anybody, not just beat, but will anybody even compete with R.J. Felton in the dunk contest?
8: I don't know. Um, I haven't seen any of them out there. Um, I would say R.J. Felton would be a front runner in the dunk contest um, based on what I've seen in the past. Yeah. But I do know some of the uh, the new guys are have a lot of athleticism, so maybe they'll uh, have a chance to take them down.
4: I want to uh, go out there just to see what R.J. Felton does. And uh, the guys are going to have to step up their game if they want a chance to beat him. I told Brian Bailey he's hosting the event, correct? Yes,
8: he'll be emceeing the whole thing. He'll be
4: on the mic. So um, I told him to try to get me down there. So, Justin, if you know anybody over at ECU marketing I might, I, or otherwise. i might
8: might know a couple people who oh, can I get wanna, you down there i want
4: to get some shots up no cool. i don't want to be in the dunk contest
8: you don't want to be in the dunk contest
4: no nah. um i could do uh you have, you have a layup contest
8: uh i mean the first contest somebody's gonna have to make a layup <laughs> okay
4: <laughs> fair enough i might could do that all right so all that's going on um also the first what thousand people that show up t-shirts
8: for the first thousand pizza for the first hundred
4: cool okay yeah, so uh, yeah. And I heard you on the Brian Bailey show, you said this event planning to go on for about an hour. Yeah,
8: we're gonna try to keep it to about an hour. Um, kind of anything, I think. But beyond that, starts to get a little get a little long. But so perfect for kids and things like that.
4: And then this is not mandated, but uh, if you'd like to go to sports trivia at AJ McMurphy's uh, directly after Menchie's Madness, you're welcome to do that.
8: Yeah, that's it. Sounds like a great idea.
4: So there you go. Your Wednesday night is planned. Folks. There you go. Uh, you got it all. All ready to go. All right. So uh there is that. We'll circle back to that before we get out of here. Uh as far as baseball goes, Cliff Goblin joined us yesterday. Uh that is a free event yep, as well. free
8: open to the public. Concessions will be open. It'll it'll feel somewhat like a normal game. I know it's gonna be a fourteen inning game and we're yeah. just gonna keep on keep on keeping on.
4: Yeah. So uh that is going on Saturday. For those of you looking uh heck, we've had a lot of home games in football this year. You might feel awkward not being around the uh athletics campus on saturday well there's something to do you can go and check it out
8: exactly
4: and uh how about the final home football game for east carolina it'll be senior day against the houston cougars no kickoff time yet but uh, some ticket uh, specials, right? Yeah,
8: we uh, just announced we're going to do uh, twenty-five dollar lower bowl tickets and fifteen dollar upper bowl, uh, upper deck tickets for the Houston game. Mm. Uh, wanting to send the seniors out right. I mean, they've they've been through a lot of lot of stuff in their career, so um, want to make sure we have one one more great crowd for them and, and and send them off the right way.
4: Yeah, and at that point we could be. You know, fighting still for a chance to be in the AAC championship, depending on what happens between now and then. Yeah. Worst case scenario, we're fighting to uh, to get our sixth win in a bowl berth. So, I mean, there's going to be a lot on the line there. I like the first option better. Oh, of course. I do, too. But just, you know, got to throw them all out there. Yeah, you know. uh, and at the very least, you can go uh, to the game and make fun of Dana Holgerson. That's
8: always a good option. Yeah,
4: so for twenty five dollars <laughs> you can get a lower bowl ticket, and then for fifteen dollars you'll have to yell a little louder. Yeah, I mean you could
8: pay twenty five dollars and you'll be within earshot of Danner Holgerson.
4: Think about that, folks. I, I but mean, but follow the sportsmanship. Absolutely. Yeah, let's keep it classy. Yeah. But you know. Do you remember that? Do you know the sportsmanship read off the top of your head? I have not done that in a while, but East Carolina and the American Athletic Conference encourages good sportsmanship. Among student-athletes, coaches, and spectators, we request your cooperation in supporting the participants and officials in a positive manner, profanity, racial, racial, or ethnic slurs. Comments
7: directed at at student-athletes, coaches. Hold
4: on. Intimidating actions directed at coaches, coaches, student-athletes, or team representatives representatives will not be tolerated tolerated and are grounds for for removal from from the the site of competition. competition. Thank Thank you. That's why you
8: two both get paid the big bucks.
4: <laughs> there you go, folks. Now you know. You don't even have to hear Morgan Ehlers read it uh, when you go to your next sporting event. Um,
7: all Parker's right. going to be so proud that I remembered that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Anything else, Justin?
7: Uh,
8: soccer tom- uh, Thursday night, a uh, big match for them. It's also their senior night, but a win on Thursday means they will host the AAC first round uh, championship on Sunday. So big, big. That's
4: game. a big deal. Yeah,
8: big the, game for uh, Gary Higgins and his team uh, against Cincinnati, who's uh, one uh, top teams in the conference. But um, yeah, big game for them.
4: So they were in the tournament last year for the first time. Uh, yes, or was that two years ago? My years were running together, but this yeah. will be the first time they're able to host.
8: If they if we win on Thursday, that'll be the first time we hosted.
4: Man. Oh, yeah. So. And but, there's four teams that make it. Or did they change uh, I that? think it's
8: up to eight teams now. Oh, so that's they why they're that. so the first rounds are at uh, the top four seeds. Ten four. There might be six teams. I don't remember the the bracket exactly, okay. but um, yeah, win on a win on Thursday gets them a uh, a home home game to start the conference tournament on Sunday.
4: If they now, I know you are bright side only. Yes, Mister Brightside. I don't know. You are the killer. I don't know if anybody else has this answer, so I have to ask you, Justin. If they were to say lose or tie that game on Thursday, would they still be in? They the will tournament? still
8: be in that. They are locked a position in the conference tournament. All right. Um, they will just have to travel uh, elsewhere with sure. a tie or a
4: loss. And at that point, if you're in, you're two or three W's away from the NCAA tournament. Correct. Man. All right. Exciting stuff. Yeah. Uh, good deal. So um, uh, Jack has a question. He says Are we getting rid of living on a prayer?
8: Uh, when people in the stadium stop singing along to Living on a Prayer, we will then discuss getting rid of Living on a Prayer.
4: Fair. Uh, and people still do sing along in droves. I, I, Here's my thing. like, There's a lot of songs that we know. Like, how many yeah. songs do you think you know the words to?
8: A lot. Uh, <laughs> more than I'm probably proud of. The number of times random songs come on the radio, I'm like, oh, I remember
4: that song. All right, let's play a game real quick. Uh, let me think of a song. Um, Are we playing? Finish the lyrics. So I put my hands okay. up to playing, playing my, my song.
8: Butterflies fly away. See, there's an example. Yeah. Not in my all. head, like yeah.
7: Shirley, you wanna Move play? In my hips, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Start that's, singing the that's song. Party is party in the, the USA. USA.
4: Yeah, start singing the song. We're gonna play. Finish the lyrics.
7: Oh, uh, finish the lyrics. Uh, let me see here. Um,
8: Rock me, mama, like a wagon wheel.
4: Rock, Rock me, 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 mama. mama. Any way you, way you feel, feel hey, 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 mama rock, rock me. me. All right, very
7: good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh.
8: Um, it's funny we're doing this because um, two weeks ago we played finished lyrics on the video board, and um, I Want It That Way uh, by In Sync mm-hmm. was the last song, and then the whole stadium just started singing along the...
4: That's my thing. We could still do Living on a Prayer, but like I, I, th- I think we should incorporate that more for the fans where we cut the music and let the fans sing yeah I'm, uh black betty was awesome the other night when yeah. the players oh, were betty. doing it Yeah, and oh. then y'all went into black betty yeah. that was very well done thank you very well done so um uh, keep living on a prayer that's fine but like more fan singing interaction uh is a good thing i and it doesn't have to be sweet caroline okay but it can be but it doesn't have to be
7: i'm a shooting star leaping through the sky like a tiger i can't sing Defying the laws of gravity.
4: Hold on. Oh. I'm a, a shooting a- star <laughs> fighting through the town like a tiger. Yeah. Defying, defying the, laws the laws of gravity. Of gravity. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, a racing, racing
7: car yeah. passing by like,
4: like raiding 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 a, a diver. diver. I'm on to go, whoa. go, go. There's no stopping me. Uh-huh. Burning through the sky, yeah. 200 degrees, that's why they call me Mr. Fahrenheit. I'm Just traveling, traveling at the speed of light. I want to make a super that bad out of you. Don't stop me now. I'm heaven. Yep. Okay. Well having, done, I'm
8: having such a good time.
4: Thank yep. you, Justin. Uh, having are a ball. Are. Yeah, are you I'm, saying that? Yes,
8: I'm saying I'm having such a good time. <laughs> Thank you. <for> saying <laughs>
4: <that>. <laughs> oh, I thought you said you were having a good time here. No, no, no.
8: no, I am. That's what I was saying. It was perfect. It worked out both ways.
4: Chandler, I know you're having a bad day, but come on, man. You're killing the vibe. We had a great vibe going right Sorry. now. Sorry, man. Come on, man. Come on. Sorry. Justin, uh Minji's Madness, seven o'clock. Uh yeah. you can park right there, Lower Minjis or uh, well, beside the stadium. Yeah,
8: Silver Lot, the side, the north
4: side parking. Don't lot, right park there. Lower Minji's?
8: You can park Lower Minji's but it's probably gonna be a shorter walk for you if you park in the silver lot.
4: Park in the silver lot. I don't know and what silver, gold, I don't It's the big the big I don't see lot. color.
8: That's nice of you. <laughs> Thank you.
4: Yeah, yeah, you got it. Um
8: anything else? No, I think that's it. Six, gates open at six thirty. Event will start at seven. It'll be a great time. Hope to see you all out there. Like I said, the more people we can get out of this, the the more reason it is to bring it back in the future. And honestly, both of these teams deserve the support. And I know with it'll be your first chance to see a lot of Coach Schwartz's guys. Um, Shirley's Shirley's girl and my joiner will be participating oh, in one yeah. of the contests i expect to see probably like three quarters of farmville there on wednesday and throughout the season
7: i am pretty excited to see her play
4: charlie can you look in the sports bar folder and see if you could find uh hard knocks theme hard no oh what is it uh it was hard knocks recap hard knocks recap theme see if you can find that uh justin i went by my parents this weekend and i said hey hey dad section 213 minji's madness and he said "Eh, that sounds like it's for young people
8: it's not it is for, I, it is for everybody it's for
4: children of all ages yes
8: it's gonna be it's gonna be a great time uh trying to make it family friendly like i said keeping it to an hour so those of us with short attention spans um yeah you know
7: hard knocks recap segment
4: mm, no the Hard intro. knocks recap intro damn i don't know what it's called
7: yeah because it's not in the folder you told me to look at it
4: hard knocks recap segment how long is that
7: I don't know. Hold on.
4: Pull that up and see how long it is. Because that's probably... 31 uh, seconds.
8: seconds. Oh, that's probably...
4: Hit it. Hard Knocks Recap. Yeah. That's it. Hard Knocks Recap. Hard Knocks Recap. Oh, we sped it up, I think. Hard Hard Knocks Recap. Hard Knocks Recap. Hard Knocks Recap. Hard Knocks Recap. Hard knocks recap with justin and jeff <laughs> <laughs> there you go the that the nice was... thing
8: is that's like that was like three years ago now
4: is it i think it was might have been longer than been that been
8: four years ago i don't remember
4: that was when justin and uh jeff uh, B- uh browns fans would come on and we would recap hard knocks from the previous night and uh boy the Browns have been in the playoffs since then. They have. And they crushed the Steelers in the playoffs. They did. They did do that. But that's... We're going to
8: remember those two things that you just said, <laughs> and we're not going to think about anything else that's <laughs> happened since that time.
4: All right. You got a new quarterback this year.
8: Yeah, we have two new quarterbacks this year.
4: Uh, well, we've only seen one of them. But... Yeah, the one we haven't seen, when's he playing? Uh, week 11, week 12. You're a, you're a big fan of him, right? Mm. <laughs> that's tough, right? Like, it what is... do you say? How do you what do you do? I think you I think he said it perfect. Mm. 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 Yeah.
8: He's a very very good quarterback, not such a good person. That's what it I is think a, is kind of the, appears the way to you, be. You have to go about that one. What are
4: your thoughts on Baker and how he's played in Carolina?
8: I was always a Baker guy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, I mean, I think this, the fancy offense is clearly showing that that might have helped his game a little bit, but um kind of sad to see baker struggling
4: uh all right justin we'll let you go john says his section has stopped singing uh living on a prayer well justin said when everybody stops singing so what
8: section does john sit in
4: john what section are you in i think john might be being i think john might be telling a tale but you know what uh, that's okay adam says love that segment with the player singing at halftime
8: we plan on bringing it back for the bring, final game so. bring it
4: on back good stuff Uh, i have enjoyed man and you guys hopefully are receiving the compliments we've had a lot of people call in and comment on our post game show about like graphics and just the stadium entertainment value and things like that it's been great this year justin
8: yeah it's been i can't i can't take so much credit for that um jared osmick uh will bailey uh, all those guys have done an incredible job creating all that stuff and you know just a minor piece of that whole puzzle so it's been it's been fun uh definitely the new technology has helped us out a lot so
4: keep up the good work and the unsolicited um advice we're giving is to play different songs and and have the music cut so we can sing along
8: so you want us to like rotate through your living on a prayers like songs like living on a prayer you want us to rotate through
6: like
4: big karaoke yes. songs
8: yeah
2: Popular
4: songs, karaoke songs I songs mean, we know that we can sing that'll get the whole crowd singing like I'm, don't um, stop
7: believing that's we mentioned so easy the
4: killers earlier mr brightside, brightside is one of those that is played at games
8: yeah i i love mr brightside i one of the suggestions i made for finished lyric was to do mr brightside
4: yeah so that would be a good one uh just song yeah just anything that we get the crowd going and uh yeah that's all we got if thank- we think if we have more suggestions we'll send them to you please do do you have a suggestion box or you uh, can email me how about your per i have your cell number i'll give it to everybody
8: yeah just just send it out <laughs> send me text at all any and all hours <laughs> the day
4: all right thanks justin <laughs> thanks Cliff. enjoyed it thank you we'll take a break come back uh talk to mike mullis talk some football baseball world series beginning on uh friday We'll discuss that and more with mully when we return pirate radio live back with you after this
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now, back to the show.
7: Welcome back. Do you need custom T-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University universitysportswear.com. Sportswearenc.com, enc.com the official sportswear provider of pirate radio now let's head back in to prl here's clip
4: back with you Pirate radio live here on a tuesday robert says that clip ignores youtube so let me catch up on things that have been said on youtube glenn close is in hook too that was tyler thank you tyler jack says great move to lower ticket prices in my opinion the atmosphere gets better every game thank you jack Robert says, not good. I'm in section five. Clip is the vest. Clip ignores YouTube. Robert, you ignore spelling. Mike Mullis joins us on the show. Hey, Molly. Hey, buddy. Molly, Mully. Great time of the year. Everything kind of intersecting here. And we have not talked uh, any World Series. So we can get into it for a few moments here. You've got the best team versus the hot, well... I was about to do that thing I don't like and say the hottest team. The Astros are technically the best and the hottest team. They haven't lost a playoff game. Every team's hot when they get to this point. But the, I guess, surprise team in Philadelphia is similar to last year? Yeah. Are you okay?
3: Yeah, I'm just – I don't know how to feel about this. I'm not excited about this World Series, like in the least. like. Maybe that's a, good. I'm not either. Maybe was, that's just a hangover from the regular season that I wasn't terribly over. You know, are you one of about. these Astros are t- awful? No, season? I'm over that. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm just I don't I don't know. I like every time I can a can I help you? I'd like, like to add some, some sound, sound effects. This, this, okay. Show. Um, I um, every time I watch the Astros, the only thing I can think of is why is Dusty Baker wearing rubber gloves?
4: He wears rubber gloves. He wears wristbands. I
3: get the wristband thing. He's done forever, but yeah. the rubber gloves, and then he's touching his face. And it's so. It's I don't think it's a safety thing. I think it's got to be a superstition at this point. But um, and then you know I will tell you, um, I, and and you know I made the comment about Bryce Harper. Phillies never a World Series with Bryce Harper unless yeah. he matures. Uh, and based off some of his latest statements. Uh, he's made some fairly mature statements for, a, and, and look, rightly so. He's he's grown a lot. He's been in the game a long time. Uh, talking about a dude that's on fire, he's been on fire. Uh, but I, um, I'm just, I don't, this is not one, uh, this is not, I bet the ratings on this World Series will not be very good.
4: Yeah, you're probably right. And I do feel like if people can get over the fact that, Everyone from Philadelphia is scum of the earth. Then uh, Philadelphia might be America's team in this World Series. Yeah,
3: but you can't say anybody might be America. Either they are, or they're not. And Phillies is the Philly. The only reason you're saying that is because of the Astros. It's the lesser of the two evils. Correct. But th- that doesn't make them America's like, team.
4: People like a. If it was Braves and the Astros, people like an upset too. And this, and would- see,
3: I, I, I guess it is. I, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure I'll watch a game or two, or at least parts of every game, or whatever. But I just, I mean, I, I just can't. I'm not really excited about
4: it. Well, that'll be just more. being. Honest,
3: I'm way more excited about watching uh, East Carolina UVA for 14 on Saturday.
4: Okay. Yeah. Uh, now I'm looking forward to that. Cliff Godwin joined us on the show yesterday. Uh enjoyed chatting with Cliff. Came off a 14 inning uh, exhibition with Clemson over yep. the weekend, to which he said they kind of split up seven and seven and won one lost one and uh now we get to see them at home so you'll be checking that out at noon on saturday i certainly plan to yeah yeah
3: i'll you there'll be a crowd yeah
4: especially without a game and i think the weather's supposed to be good
3: and yeah i mean it should be a good time
4: i asked uh cliff guywin this you know what are the main objectives for fall ball and and the first and there's a ton of them but the first thing he said was getting the young guys in and in with the culture in with the team the clubhouse all that he said that was that i don't know if that's goal number one but that was the first thing he said when i asked the question so as far as the returners mully and and i don't know getting better as an individual baseball player what when you were coaching what (laughs) what was fall ball
3: because you're you know your first couple days or even weeks um until everybody gets in a routine of even knowing where to be when a drill's being run or where the ball's going, or and you got to realize if I love going to practice. I mean, I, I love watching uh, you know higher level teams practice. You got balls flying everywhere. It's almost like if you don't know where you're where you're supposed to be or what line not to cross, somebody's gonna get suited up. Uh, so, I mean, ju- yeah, it is just I think understanding. you made fun of me
4: for saying, uh, man, Jeff Palumbo runs a great infield outfield like on game day or whatever, but like. That's not by accident. Like they, No, they,
3: they work on it. Yeah. I mean it, it's and it's it's designed to get the most reps in the smallest amount of time. But you know, I that's you know, just having those guys know where to be, know okay, hey, we're gonna scrimmage and the expectations and obviously the staff over there does a great job of vocalizing their expectations, but you know, that's the advantage of senior leadership, not just baseball, but you look at all sports. I mean that's why you want senior leaders is to help these young guys know where to be and when to be. So that they can quit thinking and start letting their you know letting their ability play and not being intimidated by the moment of just being out there.
4: Feel free to chime in uh, on this topic or whatever you'd like. Jack says the fight and feels run has been great, great for some. And he's a, probably a, a Phillies run.
3: fan, and that's great. Yeah. I mean, that's I, I don't I don't
4: disagree that it's been a, a really good run, but it's I, you know Leonard uh, going uh, tweeting in about our last segment says. I just listened to Mr. Brightside for the first time. I liked it. Never heard it before. I guess I'm not hip. Man, how do you... I mean, Mully, you know Mr. Yeah. Brightside by The Killers. Mm-hmm. Great tune. Uh, man. I Why would you refer to me as though I wouldn't be hip enough to know... Like, Mully, you even know that. I, mean, I, I, I didn't mean to say it that way. Yeah. I try. I even caught myself and didn't say the word yeah. even. I said, you know that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, no You're no a story. music guy. I mean, we're talking about a guy here that had Jodeci singing the national anthem at his high school basketball games
3: no 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 no. it was when we visited myers park it, they were for they were myers park guys this is your high home- school basketball game it was football and it was their homecoming <laughs> so the only thing you got right is Jodice sang the national anthem at a sporting event that we were at
4: <laughs> so it was football
3: football all right fair enough yeah. tell that story Nah, let's tell move. the story no. They, they played tonight, sang the national anthem before Myers Park's football game, our Ooh, homecoming game. It took them about eight or ten minutes to get through it and we absolutely boat raced them. <laughs> Boom, baby.
4: Who else did you say was there? Mary J. Blige was dating JoJo or this whatever. This guy, the that's the life he lives. We're just a bunch of hicks in eastern North Carolina. Well,
6: I mean, it's the most interesting man in the world. He is. No, I mean, I mean, hey,
4: we got Petey Pablo here. That's, that's worth something. Petey was at... Um, was it the Hornets or Panthers game? Panthers. Hornets? Panthers. I don't know. I How about the that. crowd
3: that was at the uh the Jackson State Campbell game? You know, it was Jackson State's homecoming. I saw Michael
6: Strahan was there. I but. saw
3: none of that. Had Rick so. Ross. Oh yeah. Had uh, I want to say Snoop was there. Uh, You know, 51,000 people attended that football game. That's that, man. If people don't think Deion Sanders has been impactful, they are sadly mistaken themselves. And if they don't think he would do an amazing job anywhere in the country, they're sadly mistaken. I don't care what kind of XO guy he is. He's going to get guys. He's going to get players, and every coach is as ba- better uh, when you have better players.
4: Yeah, and he's will surround himself with the X's and O's guys.
3: Yeah, well, and you know, all of a sudden, you've got you know, his son is a you know coming out of an HBCU as a as a Heisman contender. So I mean, look, man, I, I just think it's pretty cool what's going on down there. I think it's really cool that he and Minner got it together. Two former NFL guys. Uh, pretty good article I read about that. Uh, they just want to play each other out of the love for the brotherhood of the NFL.
4: <laughs> and to, and uh, Campbell led late in the first half, and then Jackson State took the lead. Yeah, yeah it game. was a uh, it was like a at halftime it was like a nine, nine three a seven, game nine yeah.
3: seven game. Yeah, yeah. So,
4: but um, yeah.
3: I mean, I, 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 what a, a pretty cool deal there.
4: All right, uh, we're just bouncing around topics here on a as we tend to do with Mike Mullis on a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Uh, Mully the Commanders knock off the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. I again I mean that's the world's best pillow fight
3: I mean it's I don't know would you rather have Aaron Rodgers or Taylor it doesn't matter (laughs) Aaron Rodgers has absolutely no offensive weapons and he's happy to let the world I say that now Aaron Jones is a real deal Aaron Jones is good. I
4: did see a lot of passes Rogers threw to, 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 to that hit him in the hands. Driver and Jordy just, Nelson just dropped. and Adams just have What I got? Yeah. and these guys. These uh, were
3: just drops. They yeah. were terrible.
4: Yeah, I mean, you know, I, it's it's
3: awful. I mean, it's re- it's hard to watch. Yeah, but I mean, it is what it is. And I don't. But the flip side is how good were the uh, Panthers? How cool is it that uh, by the way, West Charlotte graduate uh, Wilkes that is, that's a neat story. Yeah, yeah, he's a Charlotte guy. Um, he's a little older than me. I think he graduated when I was... He was going out as a senior when I was coming in. But um, big win there for them. And I think the coolest thing about it is he's like, no, listen, we're sticking with our quarterback. I don't care if Sam Darnold and uh, Baker Mayfield are healthy. Uh, I, I mean... And right now he's playing with house money, right? He can do whatever he wants to do. They're probably gonna trade away their best defensive player. It looks like that's at least in the works. And now he I mean, he's left with what he's got and he's probably in the locker room saying, Guys, hey, we're all everybody in this locker room is on borrowed time. There is no guarantee that any of us will be back here next year. So we might as well go it's kinda of like uh what was the uh the uh the strike movie and the, the the Washington team, and they bring Keanu Reeves in to play quarterback replacements. replacements. Yeah, yeah it kind of gives you that feel that, that you know what? It's more fun right now to cheer for him than it was before.
4: I tell you what, that's about as loose as you can get as a pro athlete. Yeah, Not a like, lot of stress. Well, or what do I have to lose? Yeah. So, what do you think, Chandler?
6: Well, the way that and this happens all the time in the NFL, the locker room after a victory is always a special thing to see. But to see the locker room like it was the other day after that win and, you know, getting the game ball to P.J. Walker. Then you have David Tepper, who's been a villain so far in the past few years in the, in the city of Charlotte, give the game ball to Steve Wilkes. Calls and him th- brother. Calls him brother, special. Here you go, brother. And just that locker room, and this is a team that won a game to get them to 2-5 and five on the year. Right. And that locker room the other day just tells me that this team is ready to fight. And they're going to fight for this coach and Steve Wilkes.
3: Well, and I don't think let's let's not get carried away. I mean, it's a great story that they that they played that well that week. But I, I mean, this thing's going to be tenuous at best, especially if they lose the linebacker. I mean, that that's just who what are you sh- talking about? Are you talking about Burns? Shaq Thompson? No, uh, Cam Brian Burns. Burns. Brian Burns, Brian Burns, Brian Burns, Brian Burns. He's allegedly he's gone. I haven't. Seen I mean, I read like it that. today that 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 he's. You know they're looking at dealing him. So I mean, but you know, again, who knows? At this point, I mean, at this point, it's a yard sale anyway. So but they now, might as well try to get what they can get. Now the
6: Panthers have turned down two offers for him, first round picks. That has that they have said no to.
3: Well, maybe it's the third one's a charm. Maybe just, the third, like said, but I, they
6: said you know if there comes a deal where it just you cannot turn down, yep. maybe this is the deal that you're talking about. Yep.
3: I just like I said, I don't even know who they were talking about him going to. I kind of saw it in passing, but. Uh, either way, the what they did last week was cool. And, and again, man, watching Tom Brady out there, I don't know what's worse, watching the Packers or watching uh, the, the Bucks. The Bucks are bad. I mean, they are like legitimately bad. Uh, I, and it's not just a Gronk thing. Uh, I, I wonder how much of it is a Bruce Arians thing because they they just are they, they just are not good.
4: It is crazy to see these quarterbacks getting out-dueled. Tom Brady has been defeated by Mitchell Trubisky and P.J. Walker in back-to-back weeks. No. If you want and to look at it that way. You
3: know what? And it's funny when you talk about the comparison of the quarterbacks, like you translate it into baseball and say, okay, Kershaw lost to whoever. Mm-hmm. I, it's not quite the same deal. You know, there's a lot, of, lot, a lot more moving parts that go into it in football, but it is... Uh, it is kind of ironic. A lot of guys are getting bucket list kind of items right now uh by beating Brady and uh and and Aaron <laughs> and you know and uh Aaron Rodgers and sacking him. I mean there, how many times did he get sacked last week? I, it just seemed like he was getting off the turf an awful lot.
4: Uh Justin Fields beating Bill Belichick last night.
3: Did not have that. Uh, I tell you happening. what, man, and Justin Fields he, yeah, he he does some stuff that you're like, "Man, don't, you know, that's just not good," but he does some stuff that's incredible. The dude is—I mean, he, he.
4: Who knows? Who knows? There was, the, maybe with a Shanahan or a something like Shanahan, and the way he worked RG three his rookie year was magical. It was amazing. Uh, if I don't, if Fields is put in the right spot, and I think they did last night because he only had like thirteen completions. Like he's not lighting the world on fire. He's running the ball, but all he's time. running the ball. No, that's the thing. Using is, his strengths, and,
3: those runs are—they're
4: crazy, crazy. Yeah. I mean, they're video game like. All right, uh, you want to hang out one more segment? I mean, sure. (laughs) Let's take a break. (laughs) We'll come back more with Mike Mullis wrapping up Hour 2 here on a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now, back to the show.
7: Welcome back. Did you miss a show on Pirate Radio? Well, you can listen to all of Pirate Radio's archived local programming by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Spotify subscribe today by going to the podcast app on your iPhone or Apple device and search for Pirate Radio Audio Archives now let's head back in to PRL here's Cliff
4: alright big one coming up Friday night on the road East Carolina at BYU we are with you 4 o'clock on the Bud Light pregame tailgate and late night on the US Sailor 5th quarter call in show bring your sleeping bag and uh, your favorite stuffed animal we're having a sleepover Friday night join us it's going to be fun Pajama party, PJ party, Molly will be tuned in. Yeah, I'll love. Yeah, if I catch some of it, if I can stay awake. Come on, man, give us at least the first segment. We'll see. All right, we'll see. That's going to be an
3: interesting game, man. Yeah, I mean, three uh,
4: losses in a row for BYU. Yeah, that's the scary part. I agree. I mean, that's a scary part. Oh, I mean, it could. Well, obviously, I'm a sports radio guy. I say obvious things. Molly could go one way or the other. Oh well, I mean, that's could be four in a row. Could be beat down and they just ain't got it. uh, Or could rise up fight back yeah i think you know more impressively east carolina with two wins in a row so (sighs) two at home and uh and needed them and got them and now they go on the road and man this offense is uh really clicking right now holding aylers do you still have those stats off the top of your head chandler from the last two games he was what 30 or 36 uh last week what was the last two weeks
6: i've got it right here uh i do know he he's been 56 for 70 passing uh 640 yards passing um, I that percentage is
4: fantastic, Molly. <laughs> really?
3: Speak on it. No, it's it's incredible. And, and, well, and what he's doing is 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 or, or they're doing as an offense is amazing. What the defense is doing is, I mean, dude, they played fast. They, I mean, that team that we saw last week could beat anybody on their schedule. They could beat anybody on their schedule. That. Nope, they got after it. I mean, it was impressive to watch. It was a lot of fun.
4: You remember early in the year, Chandler, we were talking about, man, this defense is doing good. They're getting stops, but they're they're not really getting to the quarterback. They're not getting any pressure. And they're not forcing a lot of turnovers. Well, now they've been kind of giving up yards, or at least they did against Memphis, uh, not so much against UCF. But now they're getting after the quarterback, and they're forcing turnovers. And I wish we could have talked to the players yesterday, Mully. It looked like to me on Saturday night, they weren't really sitting in the house or anything. They were... Mm-hmm. Kind of, uh, you know, didn't send a lot of blitzes. They, they were just getting after them. A lot of coverage sacks. Four turnovers. One of them was kind of garbage. But,
3: I mean, that's – that's. I mean, they got after it. I mean, I, I was just beyond impressed. I mean, just fast to the ball. And I think you're seeing the, the, the maturing process of these guys. And, obviously, you've got some older guys too. But uh, I think, you, you know, you see the evidence of them spending time in the film room. Uh, I mean, I, I just uh, – the man, the last couple of weeks have been really, really impressive.
6: And I, there's a guy that comes to trivia every Wednesday, and he gives me a score prediction it seems like every single Say week his name. now. Randolph, who's actually tuned in uh, right What's up, now. Randolph? I believe. Randolph? he says, "Channel, I got a score prediction for you for UCF and ECU. He said, 24-10 Pirates. And I said, man, I said, I like that, but if we only give up 10 points to UCF, I'd be tickled to death. It's and good sure day. enough – they only give up 13 points, especially coming off a win where you put up a 70-burger, and this ECU defense was able to hold them to 13 points was was
4: remarkable.
3: Well, let me tell you something. i watching Temple play. I watch him play Friday night. They, they're bad. I mean, they're –
4: And I think UCF's pretty good, but
3: – It discredits them, the 70 greatly if you sit and watch Temple play.
4: <laughs> them leaving Florida and them playing in – Oh my god, 48 degree or whatever, 58 degree weather. <laughs> got the heater on. It really affected them, I think. Like, they nah, just, man, I
3: don't know, I just think they got beat. I mean, I, I don't I mean it can't be that big of a deal.
6: So here's the the stats that I got with Holton, 56 for 70, 615 yards, two touchdowns. Here's the most important part. No turnovers from Holton Naylor's in yeah. the past two games.
4: When they are turnover free, they win. When uh Holton stolen picks against State mm-hmm. and uh Tulane, they lose.
3: I just hate uh, the short week, the tough travel. It's gonna be, it's gonna be chilly. But you know, it's it Look, man, it's part of it. They, that's been on the schedule since the schedule
4: came out. So you know, it kind of is what it is. Did you see the uh, the horseshoe Clemson had on Saturday, Molly? They were dead to rights until that one play swung it all. Third and twenty five, quarterback runs it for a few yards, gets hit out of bounds, flag. And I knew at that point that they were going to score and then they were going to win. I mean, it was over. God, man, it's crazy that one dumb play like that can change the whole day. Well, you know, and making the change at quarterback, let's see if they stay with that. I don't, you
3: know, that'll be interesting to see. But, you know, we need, we need Clemson to be good coming out of the ACC just to have some other flavor in the playoff. But at the same time, I don't know if they have much of a chance. I mean, it's, they, they surely have fallen off from a talent standpoint in the last couple seasons.
4: I totally agree, and it's but we're talking about the number five team undefeated in the country. And if but it almost feels like they're in a, a bottom tier than these other teams were. If they were in
3: any other conference, you know, and, and if they were in the any of the other bigger conferences, they they wouldn't be
4: in that. They just position. don't have the offense. Well, no. They don't have the quarterback, but the offensive firepower in general. They and, don't have. Yeah, it's just kind of yeah, it's 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 not it's. They're winning, but they're not very impressive wins. Nah, and uh just don't know if they could hang with some of these teams. So what are we looking at? Possibly Carolina Clemson in the ACC championship. Yep.
3: Who would have ever thought Carolina would get it together enough to be in that position with that defense?
4: They're giving up 80. I mean, they should have lost. to Remember the App State oh, game yeah? that went back and forth? And uh, Georgia State. Who did they play week one? That was App State. No, week one was... Uh, oh, they had the blowout against the FCS yes, team. Yep. Uh, but, man, they were giving up all them points. Got a bye week and and maybe figured some things out on defense. I'm trying to see who else in the coastal. How about Duke hammering Miami? They're now one win away from being bowl eligible this year. Uh, yeah, Georgia Tech, Duke, Pitt, Miami, Stinks, Virginia. Yeah, that coastal division is awful. So, it will be North Carolina, it looks like.
3: And it really should be, you would think, Clemson-Wake Forest would be the the best. We'd love to see that rematch. Would be the best ACC championship game. Yeah. But uh, it's not going
4: to happen. I think they are going away from the divisions next year. So, we could see that next year. But a year too late, perhaps. All right, Molly. Anything else uh, we didn't hit on? Golf? What's going on? No, it's kind of quiet right now. Um, I believe I read the last live event of the year. And... uh, Big prize pot. Harold will be. Oh in. yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. And they, you know, and they've come out and said if if the Masters do not let their guys play, then they'll develop their own Masters and put a ton of money in it. And it. Again, money doesn't buy you tradition. Money doesn't buy you. they'll never make another Masters. Right? It just is what it is. Wait, say that again. The the live folks have said if the Masters folks don't allow their guys to come play in it, then they'll just start their own masters they'll make their own uh, a yeah, copy but, of
4: augusta yeah, or whatever
3: uh, i mean you know the the yeah so i i don't know that's it's still very interesting to me to see how, how all this shakes out of course pga's come out now and they've got their boosted tournaments with bigger purses and uh, you know, so it would have been very nice. It would have seemed to be a whole lot more genuine if the PGA had done this before their, uh, you know, before they were backed into a corner.
4: Speaking of the Masters, uh, we hadn't brought this up. Jim Nance, uh, whose voice is attached to the Masters, uh, will call his last NCAA men's basketball tournament uh, this upcoming season. So it's like he's going to retire in each sport. So he'll,
6: I guess, he's starting with college basketball, and then he'll go to maybe golf or. Yeah, football. I wonder if he's
4: going to stick with the NFL and, and and golf for now, I guess. But calling his last tournament, I think Ian Eagle will be now the man. Mm-hmm. There's a great announcer, a lot different than Jim Nance. Eagle has a little more uh, gusto in his presentation, but uh, a very good announcer. In what a ways. career
3: Nance has had. Yeah. I mean, man, has he seen some stuff? Best seats in the house at the biggest sporting events you know, of our time, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, no doubt.
6: Talked to Cliff Godwin yesterday on uh, Pirate Radio Live. Mully got ECU versus Virginia this Saturday, and then we'll have, I guess they'll wrap up fall ball with the Purple Gold scrimmage next purple week. Purple
4: Gold World Series next weekend. Yep. Yeah. We, we've discussed. Yeah. You, you got a question? What are uh, you looking forward to in that? All
3: right, there uh, you go. Uh, uh, the, uh, you know, baseball. How about that? Right. Yeah, that was uh, –
4: I, I, okay,
3: I, you know I've seen them a lot, so I. I but I, I, I just enjoy watching them play. I, that was kind of an awkward deal there.
4: <laughs> so, this is always awkward. Yeah. Molly, thanks for. It's just us. the
3: echo in here. That's so bad.
4: Yeah, I, I missed that part. We hit
3: on that. It's earlier. okay. It's fine. No worries, Chandler. Hey. You're good, bud. We're
4: here for you. Yep, we love you. Love Chandler's too. having a rough day. He's got some Jeep issues. I noticed that the uh, the
3: the uh, yellow warrior wasn't out there. Oh, I like that the yellow, yellow warrior. warrior. You know what? My first vehicle was a uh, yellow Toyota Corolla, and it was uh, a specific color of yellow, very much like urine, and we called it the specimen. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Okay,
3: yeah. that was
4: it. Was it was a sweet one, the specimen. special, the special specimen, the, the specimen. specimen. Yeah, interesting. All right, uh, Molly, enjoyed it, buddy. Yeah, always. Talk to you next it's week. Always. There is Mike Mullis joining us on a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll take a timeout. Come back. Bryce Williams is here, and we will talk Pirate football, Pirate Radio outdoors, little NFL, and more with Bryce when we return after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
7: Welcome back. Quality Equipment is your full-service John Deere dealer with 28 locations to serve you. Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club or visit qualityequip.com to find the locations near you now let's head back in to prl here's Flip rock
4: back with you pirate radio live zach on facebook says he is ashamed of me and he says watch rocky three bro i know i probably got a list of things that i need to watch that i have i feel like i've watched everything but there's so much more out there that i need to see including rocky three Bryce Williams is here. Let's hit the music and welcome on our guest for the hour. I saw the light. I was baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes. I'm born to love again. I'm a brand new man. Mm. There we go. Bryce, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How are y'all doing? Uh, we're good. Chandler, we're trying to lift his spirits up. He's got some issues with Jesse going on. Jesse. You know Jesse. They, he's been she's been in his life for uh, four wheeled girl. For how long now? Sixteen uh, years. Oh, that, you're Jesse. Yeah,
6: eight years. Eight years.
4: Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's wrangler
9: Yeah. What's the matter with Jesse? What's the what's the matter with Jesse? Uh
6: I don't know. We're just we're she's uh she's at the doctor's office right now trying to get some diagnosis but uh his thing thinking is it's a uh, voltage sensor um might be a little messed up there and
4: I mean, he thinks he's going to get jesse back on the road but he had he kind of came to a point today where he said jesse ain't gonna be here forever <laughs> one of those things that's deep <laughs> he got deep right <laughs> yeah. He got deep and uh that's the
6: only car i've known
4: we're just trying to talk yeah, him through yeah, it you know remember right.
6: that one time you remember that one time you told me her
9: shoes were ugly yeah. i made her go buy some new
4: ones
2: yeah
9: <laughs> hey you know <laughs> those are the memories there's some new there might be some younger jessies out there yeah i will have to you go find out i guess there's she was born of what, when she was born about 2002 2002 man i don't know how i really hit that on the nail but <laughs> you know yeah.
2: 2002
4: so. man, man. She's, mm, she's been faithful that is true. And Chandler has been very faithful to her. And that's what makes it that's, so yeah. special. Oh, yeah. That relationship. Absolutely. Your eyes have never wandered, have they, Chandler? No. He's never had the wanders. Wanders. I've the blinders. I've been loyal. I've been loyal. Yep. He does
9: not have a suspicious mind, as Elvis would say. <laughs>
4: Bryce, uh, what happened? You were fired up. You, I only got one text from you Saturday and it was after the game. Yeah, so and it said, Dag gun. I know. Right. I um we took
9: we went out to dinner for Mary's birthday and of course, it went into dinner time, and I was playing it during my trying to watch it during um, dinner. But Anna said, um, hey, "You want to put that up?" I was saying, "Dadgummit!" <laughs> yeah. So I put that up. Then I watched the rest of it in the car, and then I watched the rest of it. She was asleep, and I was watching it on my phone. Um, <laughs> thanking us for YouTube TV. Um, but yeah, that was an exciting game. That was uh, what's well, I really weren't any big moment. I couldn't really let out a bunch of uh, expression because of the settings I was in at every moment I was watching the game, I was in a restaurant, I was in the car with the family, and then I was laying on the bed and, and I was asleep. So it was a lot of bunch of, you know, a little grunting and yeah. stuff. But uh, that was that was quite the performance for sure. Um, yeah, very pleased with that.
4: Sometimes there's silent fist pumps. I know, like, on uh, my team's playing Sunday night, Monday night, like Braves late in the World Series or... At the Dodger, those silent fist pumps, they mm-hmm. feel just as good as a yell sometimes. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's good to let it all out.
9: Mm-hmm. But man, you, yeah, wham. And there's a lot of, dog. I feel like there's a lot more intensity sometimes when it's silent.
4: Yeah. You know, because you let out a grunt and it's silent aggression. I like I it. I like it. Uh, boy, offense, uh, yeah. clicking, Bryce, you had. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing. We well, have, yeah, I don't think we talked about this this week. I know Weave loves to bring it up on the fifth quarter. Instead of running every first down for two mm-hmm. yards, let's, yeah. let's, let's pass it on let's first. Let's slang down. it. It feels like we mm-hmm. have done a lot more passing to set up the run here these last. Oh couple yeah, minutes. for sure. I mean, the. Um...
9: I mean, the receivers made some outstanding catches. I mean, big conversion plays. I think several were on, you know, third and longs or, you know, third downs. I mean, Isaiah making huge plays. I mean, and they were like contested catches. They weren't just gimmies by any any means. You know, um, the back shoulder that Holton threw to uh, Isaiah was – I mean, you throw that, you work on that, and it's almost kind of a – I think it's more of a – it's not a planned – it's not a pre-snap thing. I think Holton obviously just saw the coverage and said, I'm going to throw the back shoulder and step to the receiver to make the adjustment. I mean, those catches he made, and then obviously CJ with his great
4: performance. um, It was exciting to see that ball getting aired out for sure. Yeah, and uh, giving his guys an opportunity. Holton's been putting up some great numbers, and uh, part of that, as you said, is the receivers. And Isaiah, last Monday when we talked to him, he said – they go man, and I said, "You you like that, right?" He said, "Yes, I oh, love it." Oh, for like, sure. We uh, soon, sooner or later teams are going to do whatever Tulane did and and go zone and 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 get off this man thing because yeah. East Carolina's been killing them
9: all Oh, that. most definitely. When I mean, we got big receivers, um, you know, I think CJ's, what six two, but he's a strong. Um, Strong fella. I mean, sitting still at what, 6'2'2? Is he still 230 maybe in the range of that? But, you know, so we, you know, he's strong and can outbody and get position on the DBs. And, um, yeah, I, I hope they keep on playing, man. Because I mean, we have proven that, you know, we can make these competitive catches if Holton, you know, when Holton gets it in the get the area. And, I mean, he trusts his receivers. So that's great to know that we're able to make those kind of plays um, during a highly contested situation
4: and bryce uh, i just clicked earlier today when i was talking to ellerby that's the first win over ucf since bryce williams went down to orlando florida in 2015 yeah and knocked off ucf how about that yeah i saw first that win since you've been
9: here oh i know i saw 2015 i said well that year rings the bell and sure enough that was um that was the year we beat him so that was you know awesome uh, feeling to do that and then for us to do that this year and um, with some uh, you know some upsetting games um, that we've had this you know this year but um, to to I mean to beat UCF like we did I mean it was highly impressive I mean defense was unreal with I mean that quarterback you know it was you know gives you a little gets you a little nervous because yeah. I mean I saw how fast he was I mean guys like that you could see him just squirting one out for a first down if it's you know third and four and he's got a scramble and there's an opening I mean you know he's felt well, confident he was going to get it because how fast he was. But our defense was flying around. I mean, constant pressure on the guy. And, I mean, it, it showed, you know, how well that was, I mean, to hold him to 13 points when they've aver- been averaging you know 40 so i mean that is very impressive
4: yeah and credit to the players doing what they're supposed to do and that's staying with the play unlike myself if i don't like a game or play i can cut the tv off or yeah or in this case i'm at the game uh, i'm standing up on third down and dancing they, uh well yeah I saw I saw that. Some of that. <laughs> but uh we're standing up on third down quarterback gets through for a first down so i'm Oh, Hitting yeah. my hat on the bleachers, sitting down, but we force a fumble. Oh yeah, you don't give up on a play. I know that's very <laughs> true.
9: It, I mean, it is tough too when it's you know third and short, and you've got pressure in the and this the quarterback who ends up you know scrambling. Um, to get the first down, and you're just like, Gum, are you serious? It's just another little punch in the gut. Yeah. But our defense, you know, took that punch and, you know, didn't phase him any. Forced the fumble. I mean, that. I mean, it was, like I said, a very impressive performance, you know, by both sides of the ball. But for the
4: defense to put that kind of pressure on, you know, that UCF offense was great. Bryce Williams joining us. Bryce uh, ha- had some contracts from some NFL teams and was had uh, a lot of, of practices and camps, uh, so you know what it takes. Bryce Zach says, "Does uh, Bryce think Ryan Jones could be in the NFL, a tight end in the NFL, or too small?" What do you think about? No, nah, no,
9: nah, definitely. I, th- I definitely think he does because um, he's, he's six three. I think he's six three, like two thirty some. I mean, most definitely because I mean, they'll utilize him. Um, well, I mean, they'll, you know, they probably won't put him. I mean they'll probably utilize him in goal line, but they had a short yardage situation. I'm sure they'd go with a bigger tight end. But I mean he is super us He's two forty seven. So he's he's got some good weight on him. Um, no, by all means he's there, there's some there's some tight ends um, that, you know, that I was going out with and, you know, senior bowl or, you know, other teams when I'll, you know, see what they're up to, who still made it and they Ryan Jones's physique, um, You know, his stature and how how big he is and height and the way he moves far beyond better than what, you know, what I've seen, you know, guys who have made it just as long as I have um, in the NFL. So, by all means, I think Ryan Jones, you know, has the ability and, and size to, you know, play in the NFL. And
4: I swear, seeing him on Mondays come in here, yeah, he looks like an athlete, but he... When he's in uniform and on the field, and I guess with the ball in his hands, he, he just he looks like a different, completely different guy, right? Than when he's sitting in here, and he's very mild mannered anyway. Yeah. but Just the athleticism uh, that he has is—he's uh, a matchup nightmare and can do a lot of oh, things. Yeah. And uh, man, I'm, I'm pulling for him. I like him a lot. So
9: yeah, most definitely he is. Uh, you know, I'm just running through guys I've seen in the NFL, and I'm thinking, um, I'm like looking at tight ends. I'm like, what? How is he still like? get inside how's he still bouncing around like Ryan Jones route running everything and I see um, that how he plays I'm like no doubt and then I look back to guys I've seen um, wait how is he on the you know how is he still bouncing around like no way I mean I won't name names but there's two off the hand that I'm like yeah Ryan Jones would easily you know outperform those tight
4: ends yeah well and nfl's always looking for the next guy to replace the guy they have right? oh my so, gosh
9: constantly <laughs> wasn't this not uh what'd you do for me so what'd you do for for me today
4: not not uh, lately yesterday. Yeah, yeah they don't give
9: a crap what you did they want you to know what you're <laughs> what
4: you're gonna do so there you go uh bryce williams joining us might get into some uh, this is the one of the wildest nfl years i remember with uh what's happening right now so might get into some of that. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back and uh, we'll get Bryce's thoughts on the trip to BYU because you've made that trip. Will altitude be a factor? We'll ask you about that. That's been a question that's been brought up this week. Also, we'll hear from Mike Houston and Kalani Satake, head coach mm-hmm. of the BYU Cougars. That and more on the way on Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday after this. What the
1: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates. And proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
7: Welcome back. At Angel Oak, they continue to make customer service the number one priority. A local mortgage advisor is the key to your transaction success. The combination of their local team's experience and Angel Oaks' wide offering of products from standard conventional government and portfolio loans has something for every financial situation. For more information, call Talbot Green, Braxton Green, Joanne Weir, or Wanda Hager at 751-2060. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
4: All right, back with you. We could have ran away without that one. Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Stay tuned for our game day promo video might have a special appearance by one Bryce mm-hmm. Williams uh, this week it. so stay tuned uh, let's hear from Kalani Sataki, mm. head coach loves saying his name almost as much as I love saying Ken Niamantololo. it's pretty close <laughs> uh, let's hear what he had to say opening up his press conference this week three losses in a row they got to figure something out uh, here's what he had to say
0: Okay, well, uh, new week. Obviously, uh, coming to the uh, last third of the season. Excited about the matchup. Excited about being home. Um, Short week, so we're playing the game on Friday. Um, So, got to spend some time on corrections, but got to get moving on our opponent with East Carolina coming into town. Really good team, well-coached team, and um, a lot of good athletes. They can do a lot of things on offense. Defensively, they're, uh, they're tough up front, and so... And they're they're, they're a really good team all over. And so uh, all three phases do a great job. Um, You know, they had, I think, beginning of the year, they had a chance to beat NC State. And uh, probably should have had it if they had a field goal to win it. So this is a really good team. Just, uh, I think it comes at a good time for us right now. So they have our attention. We don't really have time to to feel sorry for ourselves. Got to get get rolling and working hard and and, uh, show that we can uh, get back to our identity of who we are. So.
4: All right. Um he did throw in something non generic and said had a chance to beat NC State and mm-hmm. didn't own a field goal, but that other stuff, like how much of that does he believe or does he say that about everything? No, I was
9: just thinking that. Like what if a coach just straight out said, Yeah, I think they're coached very poorly. The team is totally undisciplined to and they're not that good. Yeah. Like I wonder what kind of backfire
4: would get off of that, but or even just saying, uh, honestly, I don't know much about. Look, we uh, we're over here; they're way out there. I don't, what are they in South Carolina? I don't even know where they Haven't are. You film on them. Yeah, I mean. we don't know anything about these guys. Uh, so yeah, it sounded pretty generic uh, until he mentioned an opponent. Uh, he does. Uh, he is aware of Holt Nailers. He gave his thoughts on Holt
0: Aailors. Let's hear uh, cut four. So sure. he's he's played a lot. There's so much film on him, and um, but he, he gets rid of the ball really quickly, and and, and the timing routes that they have. They do some really uh, good things that, that I think highlights his strengths, but he also can can scramble, and he can put his head down and, and, and run you over too. So he's definitely um, you know causes issues for a lot of different teams. He, he did for UCF last year last week, and uh, and then the thing is he has great poise because he's played in so many games. So a great player, um, tons of confidence because he has lots of experience, and then they. They put him in a position to, to do what he does great and that's he, you know he throws a good, a good ball and, and he has big receivers to throw to and physical line to protect him so we, we, we've got to be ready as a defensive to, to take care of him
4: Alright um, that is the head coach of BYU uh, Kalani Sataki and uh, Michael Winstead says somebody get that coach some oxygen please. Well it's a great segue into uh, our next topic. He's uh, he's in high altitude. Yeah. So he can't find the oxygen mm-hmm. Bryce uh, so that was brought up to Coach Houston earlier this week. In fact, uh, I don't. We hadn't played that yet, Shirley. I don't even think I've heard his answer yet. So let's hear it real quick. Cut twelve from Mike Houston. Uh, how much, if any, does uh, if any does altitude play into this week's game?
0: We we've talked to a lot of a lot of different people, a lot of different coaches, and basically the consensus is uh, it's only an issue if you make it an issue. You know, so it's they said really that you, there's no no noticeable effect on the on the players. So.
4: Hmm. All right. Bryce, Hmm. how did it affect or not affect
9: you? Uh, I agree. I mean, I don't ever remember feeling like out of breath or like tired. The only thing because it was so dry, and I drink water constantly the other day, is you get a squirt of water, you know, and as soon as before you get, by the time you get, before you get to the huddle, after that time out, you're wanting, to, your mouth is cotton. Hmm. And uh, that's the only thing I really ever noticed was, hmm. I was my my thirst was never quenched, so as long as they keep hydrated, uh, maybe they can wear like a Camel Pack or something during the game. But um, I think they'll be good. Uh, how about the uh,
4: the scenery out there? Beautiful, I right? I tell
9: you what, it is it is beautiful out there for sure. The stadium is awesome, and it was. I would tell you what, BYU gets rowdy and loud. Um, it's a very good atmosphere to play in. I mean, it was packed um, when we played in it. Um twenty fifteen. Yep. And um it was. It was a it was a beautiful view, awesome stadium, great atmosphere, and uh the field was nice. I think it was grass. Um yeah, I think it was grass. Um it was good. I mean it's a
4: perfect situation for the Pirates to come out and um win. Uh Bryce, let's play guess your stats. How many uh, yards uh, and uh catches did you have against BYU? Um, I think I was I'll give you a clue. You had a good game. I think
9: I was Eight for, like, 85 or something. Eight for 87, maybe.
4: Okay, you hit the yards on the head, 87. hmm Five catches. Five catches, So you did something with those catches to get that 87. Mm-hmm. 17 uh, average.
9: Yeah, I, I remember being very close to scoring. Dadgummit. I'm like, we were, I think it was towards the end of the game, and it was a corner out, and uh, I think I got, obviously because I was the corner out, you're kind of adjusting, you know, running towards the sideline. I think I... Got tackled on like the full. I feel like it was within the 10 yards, maybe within the five yards. I remember how cool that would have been to, to score at BYU. And then I had one like ball, deep ball. I think the one well, there was like top safeties or whatever. We jumped up and like he tipped it. And I remember catching that ball. And all that but um
4: was that the 32 yarder He had a long of a 32 I think it might
9: have been the 32 yarder
4: blake kemp big numbers that day yeah. 28 to 36 371 yeah. two touchdowns I'd and a pick you. what i remember too i want to say P- both teams had a pump block yeah i think yeah i think it was yeah i, I think I can't
9: remember if we were first to block or they were first to block
4: because one went for a score maybe yeah, Giannis oh Giannis, he put y'all up 14 <laughs> nothing yep mm-hmm. good good memory there uh, and then I don't know if they're scored, but I think we had one block too, if I recall. Mm. So yeah, Pirates are up fourteen nothing and then get down twenty eight to fourteen. Yeah. And uh at one point down by seventeen and you clawed back there in the fourth. But um And in fact, they didn't score. They scored at the end of the game, 19 seconds left to go in the game. They scored the uh, third.
9: Like their starter got hurt and he was out for a little bit. And that's, we kind of got to jump on that.
4: Tanner Um, Mangum and then um, Bo Hodge came in through a pick. Yeah.
2: That
9: was, uh, I thought that was a story of my senior season. We would would get down and we would be down too late or, you know, get down too much. We'd, We'd catch, you know, we'd get back in the game, but, um, Coach Ruff would say, you know, we didn't lose, we just ran out of time. Yeah, <laughs> is that right? But uh, uh yeah, that would have been cool, and I had family out there at that game too. So I had, I bet I had 15 people out there,
4: um, from Idaho. Oh, or cool, mm-hmm.
9: yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, God, that game would have been cool to. When.
4: Jason uh, says it best. He said, "Dag gummit, oh, Dag gummit's right." That's all you can say. Well said. No, no,
9: no more. You know, it says it all. Daggummit. It really does.
4: Dag it covers all your bases in emotion, and situation. <laughs> right. uh, Bryce Williams joining us. So, uh, what do you think, Bryce? Uh, two in a row for the Pirates. Three losses in a row for BYU. It's uh, and and take us back to when you played, when you had a winning streak going, or when you were on a losing streak. Mm-hmm. You you want to keep that momentum going if you're winning. You want to shift it if you're losing. So oh yeah, how about from the BYU mindset right now, losing three straight, but going back home Friday night game. You know what what do they? Um, What do they? If I had to guess, if I had to put myself in their situation, I mean,
9: they're definitely like okay, what can we do? I feel like they may be scrambling, like okay, what do we need to do different? Like what's not working? Um, You know, I don't. I wouldn't say it's an effort thing, but. Maybe just the collaboration thing, all together with the team, and I feel like you're kind of. It can go either way. I feel like they maybe, maybe only try too hard, maybe
4: make some mistakes. Um, you know, as far as that goes. The old cliche too, and, Bryce. A team that's lost three in a row. If you can get get down, get up early, and yeah. get them down. Yeah, and maybe they pack it in. You know, is there yeah, something push, to that?
9: Yeah, most definitely. And but. You know, I feel like having a losing streak is a lot harder to kind of bounce back, you know, rather than us being hot and being on a winning streak, for sure, because, I mean, you feel like with, a, you know, two two big wins in a row, um, I mean, you're feeling like everything is just smooth, and you're, everybody's clicking, um, and, like, almost nothing can go wrong. You know, everybody's performing really well, so... Um, I mean, I feel good about us rather than us going on to continue our streak and then they continuing their streak.
4: Good job putting yourself into their mindset because there is a, a little bit of scrambling going on. Uh, Kalani Sataki was asked after three straight losses, will you make any in-season coaching changes? And it sounds like he's going to, he's calling defensive plays, but he's not firing anyone, so there are a lot of changes going on. Mm-hmm. But here was his answer to that uh, cut three. Sure.
0: Well, you know, for us, it's the... It's talking. Yeah, I've never done in-season dismissals. I think we, I mentioned before, uh, we need all hands on deck. And, and uh, I know that I have a responsibility. Here's the head coach, and that, that is, is, is keeping in mind what our, our fans want and what our players need. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm aware of everything. You know, we, but what I'm really focused on right now is the adversity that's happening and the growth that can happen from it, we 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 can really get become better because of this, and I think it's going to make our program even better. And that's the approach I have on it. That we're going through some tough times right now. What, what tough times does is it exposes a lot of things, uh, and and not all of that's negative. So there's some really good things that that we can see from, good things that we can build on, but there's also some things that we can eliminate, and, and sometimes the distractions are part of that. But uh, my goal is still try to get get make everybody happy, and that's what I'm going to try to get done.
4: boy fans really don't like to hear that uh you know these these losses can can really help our program I i know i get what he's trying to say you gotta try to remain positive Mm -hmm. to it but uh as a a fan i I don't like to hear that stuff (laughs) yeah you know what would be positive winning games that would be a positive most definitely (laughs) more winning games
9: right now
2: uh
4: so yeah we'll see what happens friday night bryce uh before we get your prediction um, we gotta, you gotta know what the spread is to, to get your exactly. your score going here. So, uh, what's your guess on the spread?
9: Well, you, you were good
4: on these early in the year, struggling yeah, and a little I'm bit late. struggling bad. I think <laughs> on
9: two, two, two horrible guesses uh, the past two weeks, maybe three weeks. But, uh, I know you told me, you know, home team normally gets an extra three points.
4: Yeah. BYU is four and four. Mm hmm. Uh, they've yeah. beaten a good team in Baylor. You know, they've played. they've lost to Arkansas, Notre Dame. They play a national schedule, so yeah. they've played some tough teams. Some
9: big teams. I must say the spread is um ECU by six. Okay. I'm trying to keep it a little lower. Last time I was last two times I've been real off.
4: Well, you're nine points off. Dag BYU is favored by three points. Mm. Mm hmm hmm i'm nine points oh, yeah. short nine week portal? long travel huh yeah. oh yeah nine point right six minus six to get back to zero is six oh And and to get right. to there three that's
9: right yeah okay you're playing some throwing the negatives
4: in there yeah man
9: <laughs> <laughs> dang we're, they're favored by nine
4: can you believe if you multiply negative times a negative it's a positive
9: yeah what what kind of what are man. we teaching our kids? <laughs> Screwery is that. <laughs>
4: uh, so just something to think about there before we get your uh, prediction at the end of the mm. show. Nine, man. And uh, it kind of makes sense in the from the road yeah. thing. You talked about the three yeah. points with the, mm-hmm. being on the road. Mm-hmm. Short week, weird travel, mm-hmm. long trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although BYU is returning home, has returned home from a trip to Lynchburg, Virginia to play liberty where they got waxed last week oh liberty crushed them um and man hey schedule makers if you're gonna have them go all the way to virginia why don't they just chill here and play the game here
6: yeah and and
4: logistically we'll do a make good and play over there next time or something yeah that would have been
9: really that would have made a whole lot more sense
4: well jason's talking about he says we got to be careful we have a short week long haul could be a letdown so all that is factors
9: oh Yeah. yeah They'll um, – but we got – you know, you get treated pretty good. You know, you're not crammed on a plane, like, sitting next you know sitting right next to each other. We each got – most guys got their, you know, own row um, so you can stretch out. Um, as long as they – you know, you got to hydrate more out there. But they do a pretty good job of preparing you. We just can't let the – you know, as far as you know, the late game so the guys will sort of be able to catch up on sleep and stuff like that so
4: you said it was an awesome atmosphere would you prefer that to an atmosphere like at, like fa where we played south florida at fau where you didn't have to worry about a crowd but there was like no atmosphere in the building like would you rather be all against you or no crowd at all all so, against me yeah that mm-hmm. gets the yeah because like all right
9: let me show you what i can do there you go um do you know what day the guys are traveling are you traveling thursday for like a little
4: thursday for so a friday are... night game Oh, it is a Friday. Dang is it. that right? Or no? Wednesday? Yeah, it would be.
9: Are they Wednesday? Because I mean, I think they would I would. I can't remember when we did it. If they're gonna get like a day to kind of adjust. Because I mean, just when think, did y'all go? I can't remember.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it was the Saturday night game. I remember. Yeah.
9: Because if it's eight there, we're playing eight thirty, you know, eight o'clock. Yeah. At BYU time, yeah. Provo time, you know, that's eleven o'clock our time.
4: We're three hours but ahead of them. But we're playing, but it's not. If I had to guess, it's I eight, would say. It's, it's 8 Eastern. So it'll be. Oh, 8 Eastern. Kickoff will be.
9: Oh, okay. I thought you said 8 Provo time. No,
4: no, no, no. No, I ain't going to be here that late on the fifth quarter.
9: Okay.
4: Yeah. If I had to. So see. what are they? So mountain So six or five?
9: So it must be five, I think, by now.
4: Man, we got a lot of questions here. I know.
6: Okay. I would so say they would lead tomorrow, be there on third, practice at a local high school
4: or
9: something
6: yeah, on they're, Thursday.
4: They're two behind. They're mountain time. They're two hour. Okay. Yeah so okay as if it's so a six o'clock time. local kid.
9: okay so that should be pr- fairly normal for the fellas
4: all right sorry chandler we're uh we got a lot Ish. we're dealing with here what do you got i was just going to say i would
6: assume that they would leave tomorrow be there on, on thursday that way they can practice at a local high school or something and then just go ahead and be there with it with it being a west coast trip so i don't know i
9: think i can't remember how we did that
6: and
4: it's, it's just for the geography nerds out there, we know it's not on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. We know there's no beaches. I know. Might be some freshwater fishing out there. Might be some good hunting out so, there. Yeah, I think there's some like, um,
9: antelope, mule deer, cougars. elk, I think, are up in Utah.
4: What did you say?
9: Cougars. They're
6: awesome. You watch
4: cougars. out for them. You got to watch out, out for them. For things. They'll sneak up on you. Stay tuned. All right, let's uh, uh, take a break. We'll come back. Hey, JoJo. Uh, what is... We had a uh, a visitor here. Joe's here. Uh, Let's take a break. We'll come back and uh, have more for you on Pirate Radio Live. We'll go Pirate Radio Outdoors with old Bryce Williams when we return after this.
7: Miller. Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar MediSpa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock.
4: <laughs> Going over some of uh frustrating 2015 for Bryce Williams and Pirate fans. But it happens. All you can say is daggum. That, I mean that like you said that uh that covers it before we go pirate radio outdoors Jason uh, on YouTube said slap a cougar he is referencing Bryce uh an all--time fifth quarter call from Saturday night slap this is cougar. uh Justin in newburn want to play it to, if pirate fans aren't fired up here on this Tuesday uh this should do it let's hear once again from Justin in newburn all right Justin's up next in Newburn. hello Justin.
2: Clip, it does warm my heart to watch us beat the crap out of them sorry SOBs from UCF. I ain't got to tell you all this, but y'all know when Marcus Crandall got knocked out, it was a cheap shot, it was a dirty shot from UCF. So I do love to watch us beat UCF. If I'm not mistaken, this puts the all-time series at 11-9 to Pirates.
4: 11-10. to 10, uh, it, uh, it broke the tie. It broke yeah, the
2: tie, Just Here we go. Last year, 11-10. I hope we don't ever play them again. Send them on to the Big 12. I don't want nothing to do with them. I hope they got to live with this for the rest of eternity. And I hope that crappy little, erected set, aluminum stadium they got rushed apart from all the tears from the UCF face. <laughs> because I'm so sick of UCF. I don't want to hear it, but don't let them fool you and think they're a good program. Let me tell you, in the last 20 years, they got just as many zero-win seasons as they do major bowl victories. I'm so sick of this bull crap about this space U. Space U, yada, yada, yada. That space U nonsense is made up as a national championship. They used to be the Citroen Knots. More like the Citri not going to win the national title or the conference title or nothing this year. And don't let me forget about you, Gus Marzano. You started the week talking about how you don't like East North Carolina barbecue. Well, you know what, Gus? You ain't nothing but a yellow-ed-sucking dog. And next week, in Provo Utah, BYU, we are coming for you. I'm going to slap every cougar on that mountain. And we're bringing all the vices to you. I'm bringing coffee, and I'm bringing Pepsi, and I'm bringing beer and tequila and whiskey, and more tequila, and more whiskey, and more beer, and Mike Houston and the Pirates are rolling in there, and we're whooping some B-Y-U-Tails. Go Pirates! That's how you call the fifth quarter! That's how it's done!
4: Justin in New Bern.
9: <laughs> There you go, Bryce. That's funny he brought the caffeine.
4: Yeah, he's bringing all the vices out there. <laughs> I'm bringing
2: coffee, and I'm bringing Pepsi, and I'm bringing beer, and tequila, and whiskey, and more tequila, and more whiskey, and more beer. <laughs> that reminded
9: me of Stone Cold Steve Austin's thing. What?
4: <laughs> yeah. One bear. Oh, there. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. So uh, yeah, folks were fired up uh, after the second straight home win the other night, including Justin and Newburn. And uh, hopefully he's gonna talk to the team before the game. He's ready to yeah. slap. He's ready to slap a cougar. Slap a cougar. All right, uh, Bryce. Let's uh, let's go outdoors. Talk about what you've been slapping. We've been in there. it. We've been in it. We're uh-huh. In the woods and the water. Uh, woods have not been
9: quite too successful um i guess i have to shamefully admit you know you know i practice with my bow you know quite often and feel very comfortable with it right well i had a chance to shoot a doe um last week middle like the end of last week and she sort of noticed me so i'm like oh well you're the one so now she was a little chip shot but what i you know, drew back and you know most time you don't want to you know see you know you don't want to, I guess, turn your head before, you know, you catch the ball or, um, you know, you want to follow through your shot. Well, unfortunately, I drew back and I guess I wanted to see where the arrow was going before it actually kind of released and sure enough, I shot right over her back. Mm. So they started, you know, so they all ran off. So I was like, it, you know, so did that. Well, then Saturday, jumped on the water, went trout fishing. We didn't get skunked, but it was by no means... An epic day. We you know we caught some corn cobs and I think like two keepers, which is like sixteen inches, and
4: you can keep like a fourteen inch fish. So I assume a corn cob is a small, small a size yeah, of a just yeah
9: just yeah just a know. small little trout and then two. Well, I think I caught two. Did I catch two keepers. Anyways, it was not all that good, but it was good to be on the water. And then I went Sunday evening deer hunting, and another doe came out. She was eating corn, and, but she was facing me the whole dang time. So I couldn't get a shot off. Well, my wind was good in the beginning. And unfortunately, you know, Mother Nature, you never know, unpredictable, did a little swirly cue and came out my back. And sure enough, she smelt me and she was gone. No. No. So I've been quite too successful in the woods. I mean, fishing, I guess you catch fish, that's a successful trip. But um, we've been in it. Um, the ruts coming in a few weeks. You know, I'm staying optimistic, but um, you know, trying to get it done.
4: Help me out with the uh, so. Do you put stuff on yourself to hide a scent or to add a scent, or and also, um, isn't there like that's looked down upon thing? Uh, help me out with all so,
9: that. So um, you know what they've got. You know, pretty much. I mean, if you honestly, if you're hunting them, if your wind is right, aka like I'm coming downwind. From an animal, I mean, you can be stinking from the gym. I mean, because if that wind's coming, then they're not gonna be able to smell you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they make body washes, so you know, I've got like sent away body wash. You'll wash, it, it may be a scam. Who knows? Oh, uh, right. Um, but I've I've bought into it, so. Uh, body washes, and then you know, yeah, have the, they have detergents, you know, that can you know, scent kill your clothes, so right. there's no scent. Then I hang them outside to dry. Then they got you know, scent like spray. I mean, all sorts of companies to sort of either mask it or some like 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 natural earth, you know, scent, it smells like dirt. Sure. Um, so I'll do that, and then I'll see you know, do some like one buddy of mine. I was just actually talking to you, can, you can spray uh, like red fox urine. On right. your boots or yeah. to kind of cover up. there's several different methods that way to you know go about you know being scent free. But like I said, if you're hunting the if your wind's right, you really don't have nothing to worry about. But sometimes you just got to get out there and try and be as stealthy as possible as far as the stank
4: goes. The stank. Mm-hmm. All right, Power Radio Outdoors. As we go to break, uh, here's your former teammate Chip Thompson shooting uh, a bow. I saw this earlier this okay. week. He can uh, rate his form here. I don't know if it shows where it goes, but. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. And then we got the camera. It's
0: pretty good. It
4: he uh, got it there. Pretty steady hand. Fires. That's pretty good. Over the Barbie car. car. <laughs>
9: oh, I thought that was the target. I said, dang, Chip, this guy got him
4: close. <laughs> yeah, hey, I didn't show where he shot, but I saw that there this we week go. and uh, got uh, old Chipper out there. Oh, with yeah. A bow. All right, let's uh, take a break. We'll come back. Bryce Williams' prediction for East Carolina BYU. I know he's got the last two right. Because he always picks the Pirates. That's right. So uh, we will see what he says for the game on Friday night when we return after this.
1: listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
7: Welcome back. Taking a quick look at your stock market report. It was a good day for the Dow. It was up 337 points and closed at 31,836. The NASDAQ was ahead 240. Six points. Excuse me. At eleven thousand one hundred ninety-nine, and the S and P was ahead sixty-one at three thousand eight hundred fifty-nine. That is a look at your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at seven five six sixty nine hundred in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors LLC member SIPC. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff.
4: All right, Shirley Chandler, y'all ready for the Bobats joke of the day?
7: Absolutely.
4: All right. So, last segment, Bryce. We we're talking about hiding your scent, or maybe adding a scent to yourself. To and what'd you say your buddy would put on his boots red there? fox urine? Red fox urine. Uh, Bo Bats chiming in said, "Red fox, the long deceased comedian, stored his urine, and it is now being sold to hunters like Bryce." <laughs> the Bo Bats joke of the day. <laughs> uh, nah not elizabeth i'm coming i'm, I'm, coming, elizabeth.
7: I'm coming elizabeth
4: this all is right. it this is the big one stan ask uh ask my man bryce has he ever shot a wild turkey has he have you ever drank wild turkey yes all right uh have you shot a, a wild Berkeley turkey a berg- a <laughs> he said i ran across a whole pack of them coming back from Newburn mm-hmm. sunday okay. must have been about 30 and one mm-hmm. in the middle of the road oh man you see wild turkeys around
9: these parts oh yeah i shot one this past year this past turkey season there you go wild turkey that's that brown liquor
4: (laughs) (laughs) i told uh i told bryce if he really wants to impress everyone he needs to shoot his thanksgiving turkey yeah and feed it to the family Mm Mm-hmm. now that would be that's a provider (laughs) that's it be the hunter the gatherer all of the above Mm -hmm. yeah and and jojo wants it with the bow With the bow, baby. That'd be tricky, but it could happen. It could happen this Thanksgiving season. All right, Bryce. Pirates, Cougars. As far as I know, the all-time series is one-to-one. Have they played before the first meeting in 15? I don't think so. I never know. Uh, But Scotty Moe got them here in uh, Greenwood one year. So, Bryce, uh, can the Pirates make it two in a row over BYU on Friday night? I hope so. Uh, You're going to tell us so.
9: They are going to win. I got the Pirates through and through. Uh, Most definitely score. Now that you've given me my most important intel, record, pass points, spread, I'm going to go ECU will be a 34 to 27.
4: All right. 34-27. Because defense is playing good. Bryce's Mm -hmm. team went out there, played a great game, lost Mm -hmm. by seven. Mm -hmm. This time the Pirates go out there. To win by seven. Win by a touchdown. Mm -hmm. All right. Bryce, thanks for joining us, man. Thank you all for having me. By the way, um, we want to get you for a Mm -hmm. watch-along. I think I'll be in town this weekend. We can't do this Friday. Dang. We could do second half, but we we are carrying D.H. Conley football. Mm. so we might have to uh to do that in the future the game is eight this time. it's eight so uh conley starts at seven so first half of the game uh, we'll have conley football on but we still want to do that we'll, we'll talk to your people yeah. at some point talk to my people. all right we'll uh see you fine folks three o'clock on wednesday for an all-new edition of pirate radio live for shirley chan man Bryce and the crew. I'm Clip Brock. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening
1: to
2: Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.